When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, my name is Joe Quazala. With me, as always, is Kristen Studdard. That's me. Uh, if you're just joining us for this episode, <laughs> which is possible, I am uh, I am uh, obsessed, fascinated, and I treat the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like it's sports, and Kristen thinks otherwise. Yeah. I also treat the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame like it's sports. In that, you in that I it? really don't care. Okay. Perfect. It can be both of our sports um, with us today. But, and also that I know like a lot of obscure peripheral things about it. Mm-hmm. Same thing with sports. Very good. Possibly because of the company you keep. Exactly. Okay. Uh, very happy to have our guest with us today. Very funny comedian, host of the great podcast Never Not Funny. Uh, and a, I want to call him a rock historian, if not a rock enthusiast. <laughs> That's yeah. We'll go option B. Uh, Jimmy Pardo is with us. Jimmy, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, you know I'm a comedian who likes music. Let's okay. not uh, let's not rock throw any labels historian. my way. Because okay. I know a lot about the '80s musically, and I know a lot, maybe not a lot about classic rock, but I, I certainly am not. I'm, you, you mentioned things to me, Joe, in passing and conversationally that. Uh, uh, I, I, I can't keep I, I think I know a lot and then mm-hmm. I talk to to guys like you and I realize that maybe I should be spending more time with Kristen yeah. Uh, yeah. than you Most if we're gonna draw should. a line I am drawing a line not yeah. unlike our president wait too soon <laughs> to go political oh, let's hope oh, wow. oh gosh what if what could happen between now and when this comes out that <laughs> oh yeah a lot yep you All know right. a few days uh so yeah you mentioned you and I have talked about the Rockmore Hall of Fame we before, have Jimmy I actually enjoy it. When I get my email, every now and then you'll send me an email about the Rock Hall. <laughs> oh, and my gosh. And truth be told, I, I enjoyed like, them. I was like, wait, does the Rock Hall send out emails? No, Joe sends out no, emails about the Rock Hall. Well, I, the only emails that I've gotten from Joe about the Rock Hall have been, please, pretty please enter me into this contest so that I can go to the induction ceremony. Do you also send out, like, breakdowns? Oh, gosh, no. If There's there's a few people who I feel like, because Jimmy has been to an induction ceremony before. Oh, boy. Uh, so we have that in common. And uh, there's not a lot of people I feel like I can yes. uh, talk to about. <laughs> you feel safe. <laughs> yeah, that I feel like it's a safe space for me to talk about the hall. Uh, but, yeah, um, I want to know. So, Jimmy, do you? Wait, but what Go is ahead. in yeah. these emails? Okay, so I think Joe. the email, honestly, the emails usually start with something more professional usually it's like hey jimmy i have a spot uh on my show if you'd like to do it you know next thursday or whatever uh and then it's usually like i'm busy and then i'm like hey how about those inductees i think we, we were... it's not usually that way it's always that way <laughs> i think because probably the last time that we emailed was around the time that they had announced 
this year's inductees before the ceremony. Was it the inductees or maybe uh, the nominees? I think it was maybe both. Maybe it was a double dip. Yeah, it's possible. We we circled back around. So, Jimmy, were you you were already following it? You knew who was nominated. You knew. I know every year who's nominated. I'm on the nominating committee. (laughs) Oh my god! If we had another nomcom for it, which we we, have talked to somebody. Talked to someone. Are they are they joyless? Who had been on the nominating committee? Well, they're joyful because they are no longer Is on that the right? nominating yeah. committee. Yeah, that was that was kind of the vibe I got. Uh, it seemed like a pretty arduous process, full of hero sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pastrami. From... Well, I'm going to listen to the. Is that episode available for my yeah. Uh, yeah. downloading pleasure? Roy Traken. Yeah, Roy Traken, who's a journalist who was you know around uh, New York in like the the late '70s and kind of covered the uh, CBGB scene and. and has covered music since then for a lot of publications, and he was on the nominating committee for two stints of about you know seven years each. And we're gonna have a we're gonna have yeah, another we're gonna one. Have another one. Another nomcom uh, Stop insider. Oh, nomcom <laughs> is be very uncomfortable. This is our this is our lingo <laughs> there's now. No, right? your lingo is very good. We've got Jimmy. our own code. All right, there's Fye, there's Fyn, and there's the nomcom. Wait, what's Fye for your entertainment? First year. Well, yes, but yes, it's, it's also store in the mall. <laughs> first year eligible. First year eligible. Yeah. Uh, first year nominee. Yeah, there you I go. get it. I'm in the business. You, you know, you're in the industry, this, baby. You're in the industry. In the I heard you were a rock historian. Uh, right. Work. I worked at a record store. I worked for MCA Records. That's where mm-hmm. my knowledge and, and stuff of music comes from. I do mm-hmm. have a bit of a pedigree um, uh, in that I did. I was in the business for a little while. Right. So there, Kristen. Oh, hey, get listen. off my ass. Wow, I mean, <laughs> this is it's already gotten contentious and I haven't even shat on the Moody Blues. <laughs> you know? oh, uh, you're not going to get a fight for me. No, right. I I that's my big that's my big bone right now. Wait, what? But I but I got over it. I th- we just did a bonus episode where in I defense. in defense of the Moody Blues where because I got over it. It comes up every episode. The Moody Blues is Kristen's pick for the most who cares. Uh, oh, come on. Of the entire list? No, of... especially of last year. It really pissed I me off. I think the problem is Kristen has not been following this that uh, is weird problem, institution. Isn't it? That's the problem. <laughs> is, so Kristen has not been following this weird institution for as long as we have. Okay. Uh, and so she's more or less only accustomed to this year, only knows about this year's inductees. And I think the Moody Blues was the most uh, boring to her this year. Yes. That is correct. I, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to argue the fact that they are somewhat boring. I would even argue maybe they shouldn't be in there. I could also argue they should be in there. I don't know how I would use those words to do it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, good luck. Uh, yeah. But I think, there's, I think there's certainly more boring and, and less... Um, help, help me. Exciting. 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 Thank you. <laughs> Hi, guys. I just had a seat. Accomplished. Accomplished. Uh, Important. Deserving. Influential. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. We just we I got Kristen in here, just the two of us, so I could defend begrudgingly the Moody Blues because I felt like it had to stop coming up. And here we are, talking about it again. Days no, later, I came, I came around, and I I don't hate them. I never hated them. I just don't think they should be in the Rock mm-hmm. and Roll Hall. Of Fame. All right, no, listen. Just so that I know where I, I, I what I'm walking into, and I apologize for hijacking at the moment, and you guys can get right back to it. <laughs> no, and I'll no, sit no. here quietly <laughs> and enjoy my Coke Zero. Uh, of the last group, the latest uh, latest batch of uh, people that were inducted, mm-hmm. where Bon Jovi v Moody Blues. Oh, I mean, I was not a fan of Bon Jovi. I understand how they got in, though. But how, do you think it's basically just to uh, the new hall of we need to have a popular band in here so that we don't get crapped on on every article, or do you think that they were influential? Uh, influential. 
Uh, or do you, Bon Jovi? Yeah. Oh boy. Well, you told me you were swayed by the video package. I liked that they the video package, the but infection. then they spent forty minutes on Bon Jovi. Oh, I that's really, a conservative estimate. And I really hate it. Well, the last forty minutes of the HBO presentation is dedicated to Bon Jovi. I was guessing that it was closer to an hour, but no, it's forty. It's like forty-two minutes. I at one point texted you. There's forty minutes left, <laughs> and it's all Bon Jovi. And that's I was edited very down. Angry, and that is edited down. So take the three songs out of that, right? So that's fifteen minutes of and music. And he played a new song. Yeah, that seemed to upset a lot oh, of people. Oh my. God. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's not a bad game. name. I really thank you. He gives Rock Hall a bad name. I think he does. I don't think. I, I, listen, there's yeah. junk in there, but he was a. Very, he, is he in there because he sold a lot of records? Like he's one that I really. To he's not Stern, influential. Yes. No. He's he's a guy that followed trends. He didn't set them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, these are my opinions. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, but but uh, widely held opinions. I think. Yes. Yeah, that one was one that really just screamed. But we can't ignore that fan vote. Uh, mm-hmm. We have to uh, let them in. Kristen, your thoughts? Uh, well, I, here's the thing. I've, I've, I've expressed my feelings on this. I was really annoyed. The package I thought was good. It made me be like, oh, that's a nice story about these boys from Jersey. I like that shit about the bowling ball. That was very cute. And their speeches. Yeah. And their speeches, speeches were, pretty decent. were pretty decent. Except for Bon Jovi's speech, yes. which I hated. He's a horrible human being. And But but he doesn't cheat on his wife, which I'm like, How so. How do we know that? Because. I like to think he does, because I don't like anything about him. I he doesn't cheat on his wife. That's the thing I can hold on to for like about Bon Jovi. Well, you know what's going to happen this week. <laughs> exactly, it's going to come out that he cheats yeah, on his wife. Right? No, Perfect. he. Li- I've I've said this, but he. There's articles. There's many articles where he's like, you will never ever find that I've cheated on my wife because I don't do it. He's like, it doesn't interest me that life. He's been with his wife since like high school and legitimately has not like, and I don't know why if you're a rock star, you would make that your big platform. If you were doing it, it's not a rock. And roll it's thing not to a say. rock and roll thing to say. It's not cool. Unless you're just trying to well, get some not. feminist fans out there who don't right. care about your music. But One could argue the other way that most of his fans are female and that makes him look like a hero to oh, them. Oh, like a good guy. He's like, playing isn't he a good the... guy. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a rock Star, but he's still like just a good guy that I that I could marry one day. Maybe I could find somebody like that. Yeah, maybe I could find my own Bon Jovi yeah. someday. I believe it was the Bard who said, <laughs> "Yes, go, thou go protest too much." But I, I know nothing. I don't know why I'm insisting that he's a cheat. Right. I, I just think he's a tool. Well, I'm he's not... a tool bag, and that was a fucking. I really was annoyed with him getting in, but I got. It was at least something very. It was different. Do you know what I mean? Like it to me, the Moody Blues were like they were cleaning out the category of the old guard. Like they were like, here's all they, we've inducted all of the people from this era. It, oh, the Moody Blues are still in there. We better we got to get those. We got to get our friends in. Like they, to me, they're they're like the least. They're not very influential of that oeuvre of people, and that was why I I didn't super like them. But we went through their catalog, and I realized I liked a lot more of their music than I thought I did. But I still don't enjoy when they're <laughs> basically reading a Tolkien novel out loud at the end of some shit. It's like real. Are you kidding loot me? That's the best music. part of Moody Blues. It's loot music, and I'm not here for it. What do you guys talk about in your emails? Tell me, because I I know. Well, I think yeah. we've covered it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's usually uh, I don't know. I thought this year's inductees were boring. I think I mentioned that yes. to you. Uh, and I think of those nominees, they could have had a much more exciting class, uh, but they didn't. It was kind of boring. And I wanted to go. I I would like to go every year to the ceremony, but this year I was just kind of like, well, if I can't find tickets, which I couldn't, I'm not going to sweat it. 
And Why I couldn't you find tickets? You know, when I went, um, I bought two pairs of tickets. I ended up getting mm-hmm. press passes because I'm a big shot in this business. Well, you're in the music industry. Well, we all know it now. I was back in the 80s, He's a rock of course, historian. Christmas. So this was, this was 2016, right? This was 2016. Was that, was that when it was? 2016? Yeah. Yes. Who, was, who was inducted that Jimmy's year? favorite band. Chicago. The band Chicago was. Ah. And, uh, that Chick is Kirk. your band? Your That's favorite, favorite band, band is yes. Chicago? That's right. That's real. That's, <laughs> wow. Kristen. I'm from Chicago. <laughs> There's the an glaring. icy stare being given to me. I'm being pierced. It's disrespectful to our guest. <laughs> Thank to, you, Joe. And, and to our God. <laughs> this is, I would, I've been invited onto a program <laughs> where I've done nothing but yes and and support. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You were really going in on Bon Jovi cheating on his wife. That, that's because I... I, I that, He's that, not in the room. That, oh, okay. That's a good point. You know what? That, you know what? Yeah, wow. You, Joe's, you, Joe's you really the, got your back here. And I'm, out, I'm on... I'm on thin ice over here. Uh, well, that your nonsense about Chicago will not fly. Now, here's the thing: they <laughs> I don't hate they should have been in 20 years ago. First of all, to Chicago, my parents. You know. Okay, that's enough. Um, <laughs> I don't need to be compared to your mom and dad now, which I'm guessing I'm closer in age to them than I am of you. Well, uh, no, I know, I know for yeah. a fact. I know your parents. Oh yeah, you guys all go to Chicago concerts together. Okay, your fun is over. <laughs> um, Wait, okay, so your band? It your was fave? Chicago. It was Cheap Trick. It was Deep Purple. It was, it was NWA and Steve Miller. It was NWA and Steve wow, Miller. Wow, so it was like all... It was four like, dad rock yeah, and then NWA because the movie inc- just came out. And four incredibly dad rocky bands. Like, those are ultimate ones, too. Mm-hmm. You've got, Oh, yeah. Wow. Chicago Cheap Trick, Steve Miller Band. Deep Purple. Deep Purple. And, and then NWA. NWA. Are, we comf- are we really comfortable calling them dad rock? Yes. Um, just because they were out when... Our dads were listening to the music. Yeah. Yes, Jimmy, our dads. It, our dads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, Cheap I, Trick I seems like they're look, Cheap look, Trick definitely has. I'll accept Chicago if you mm-hmm. want to throw, it. but Cheap Trick, come on, man, that's no, you're no, I, I would, I would give of those, I'd give the pass to Cheap Trick because I think Cheap Trick has appeal to younger generations more so than the other groups. I think Chicago I does more than you think it does. I don't think Deep Purple does at all. I think, yeah, I think Chicago would be in the, in the two slot. In terms of bands, I think, that have withstood the test of time and have... It, it, the two slots either going to be Chicago or uh, Steve Miller. What? Oh, are you doing... I'm doing some horns. Oh, this is... This is... Dad rock. Children play <laughs> in the park. In the park. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Steve Miller belongs in the two hole uh, getting away from dad rock. I, mean, I think it's just young people that like to go, uh, they like to sing along with the Joker and think that they're cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like Steve Miller band is like who you smoke pot to in college. That, that kind of. Mm-hmm. You, kind at of thing. midnight, like, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> toke, do we toke it? Yeah, you, you probably toke, joke, and smoke to yeah. the uh, Steve Miller band. That's probably what you do. But like. Cheap Trick, what I, the the live version of "I Want You to Want Me" is? I think that's the only thing the kids would be. Now we just had this big argument. An argument is a very very strong word Whoa. about what was Cheap Trick's most known song. Do you think it's that? Yes. Some could argue it's the Flame. No. Okay. I I mean no because the Flame is not known to kids these days. That's true. The Flame was like Wait, barely known when I was yes. growing up. So what's what's weird yeah. is what gets chosen to be in the classic rock playlist. You know, cuz Kristen and I know that music from classic rock radio. Now, The Flame was a number one song yes. at the time. 
I want you to want me. The ballad, the fl- I, I couldn't even have told you that that was by Cheap Trick. Like I remember that song, right? It's a, I will be yeah. the. I believe it's a Diane Warren composition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, exact seat. That's what right. it is. Yeah, late period Diane late Warren. Late period. It's like they pulled an Aerosmith. They just started taking those Diane Warren ballads and were like, here's how we're going to stay relevant. Mm-hmm. The only difference was theirs was listenable. Ooh, <laughs> wow. The claws are out. Yeah. But for a reason. Oh, come on. That era of Aerosmith. I'm not I, defending I, I mean, what, it. The worst. What's that song? Oh, I, I don't want oh, to miss a thing. That was That's the Diane a real, Warren. It's a real oh. burn on I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely I want you to want me just having grown up and that was the mo- the song i heard the most even more than surrender yeah. dream oh, police yeah. yeah see surrender Surrender's surrender a- but no to me i want you to want me is i would guarantee you the most popular song among people who do not who who are not like wouldn't consider them fa- themselves what fans. if i put a poll up right now on twitter and proved you wrong would you both apologize to me publicly i wouldn't trust a twitter poll i would what i would say that maybe the sample size is skewed yeah. Or not, not the sample like, size, but the sample. The... If you could have them fill out also a multiple questionnaire with their age and interest. We want a lot of info. <laughs> we want demographics. Think, uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because if you're, you're vouching for the flame, the having... Flame. I'm not. I'm you're actually going to circle back. I think it might be Surrender. Surrender. Surrender is a great song, too, but... That I, may be their best song. Mama's all right. Daddy's all right. I think that everybody quotes rules. that. Yeah, but they're not... They're they like d- kind of strange, everybody right? in this? They both... They seem a little weird. Yeah, odd. Um... Uh, they're like off. Um, One time I came home, they were they had my Kiss records out. I don't like oh, that. Uh, well, they were probably behaving themselves, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to imagine they're they're your parents. Why would they? Yeah, they're keeping it, you know. But I two feet on the ground. I do not think that um, surrender is is more popular than I want you to want me. Boy, I think oh the boy. the live version of I want you to want me is mm-hmm. the most popular. And another reason that I want you to want me is really popular is because Letters to Cleo did that very popular cover in the '90s that was in a movie. It was in a um, it was at the end of Ten Things I Hate About You. Okay. Did you want to very quickly Google the word popular? I'm telling you right now because that's news to me. Because two of us didn't know that song existed. Yeah, but you yeah. guys have, shall we say, particular interests. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think you might have particular. I interests. do too. I, I like that to Cleo, yeah. but like I, that was it was like played again on the radio in the '90s. Was mm-hmm. that okay? Interesting. The, the letters to Cleo. It cover. feels to me, and I'm fresh into this program. Mm-hmm. That this <laughs> yeah, show is coming. nothing but defending your opinions against Kristen. That's nope. what, that's what it is. <laughs> It's we we'll get into more of me just uh, trying to convince or teach Kristen. Ooh, teach out. Oh, <laughs> Have I not? I mean, wow. I know it seems wow. the the dynamic Ooh, is not one that teach, you would teach. Teach, but mm. you know nothing mm. about the rock hall. Now you know, know something. Nothing. How does that? How does wow. that? How do we get there? How do we go from nothing I, to I don't something? No, I just I really hesitate to use the word teach in this one. It's just inform. Know. Is that better? I guess. Mm. You still don't seem satisfied. It's synonymous. I grew up with classic rock radio, and I want you to want me without was a doubt. The, was, was the cheap trick far song. and away miles uh, ahead in terms of being played. It was the song I knew. That's how I knew who Cheap Trick were. I don't even think Same. I heard any other song for a while because they did, they at least the station that I grew up with in Pittsburgh would play Surrender every once in a while. Maybe would play Dream Police every once in a while. I want you to want, want, you to want me constantly. Yeah, the the Budokan version. It, it was a very... That's the one that I think of when I think of Cheap mm-hmm. Trick. I think the studio version's awful. I think it's a... Uh, it's slow. It's boring. Yeah. yeah, the live one is the one. 
so let's get back to oh, yeah. yes. tell us about the 2016 so you induction. went to yeah. the 2016 induction yes. your favorite band chicago's being that's, and that's right. fine it's fine who inducted chicago yeah it's fine yeah. it's totally okay to to have chicago be your favorite oh this band. this hot musician on the scene uh rob thomas from matchbox <laughs> 20 <laughs> He plays the game. That guy is going to get in for no, sure. Does no he? No, oh, they're does never he play getting the game? No way. Does he play? The, but he seems he like he's for, around. He showed up is for he? Chicago's induction. I don't think that scores him any points. Okay. <laughs> uh, I was surprised. that I, I did not understand. And even the band. I think the band had like a choice of like a, uh, like five people that they w- were hoping would induct them. And mm-hmm. I don't think Rob Thomas made that. In fact, I know he didn't make that list. Yeah. They had to be as surprised as I Rob was. Rob It made no sense. No, I mean, I, I guess he's a fan, but like, it's I guess Rob Thomas to me just seems like the like a guy who would be around. That's what I mean. Like, he seems they, like he's gettable. Yeah, like yeah, he's he's a little like uh, uh, a guy. I can't pull his name right now. Uh, 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 Sugar Ray, what's his name? Mark. Oh, McGrath. Mark McGrath. He's, he's like exactly. that. He's, he's kind of like he's that. Like a, Joey he's Resnick. like a jo- like a jovial, like a like a rock guy who's uh, who's mm-hmm. gettable around and like up for it. Yeah, probably not going to be a problem. Yeah. Probably. Gonna gonna have a good sense of humor, like also good sense of humor about himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So Okay, so so Rob Thomas inducts Chicago mm-hmm. yeah. and plays with them on a song. He yeah. plays with them on Does a song. Does not make the cut for the HBO. Ooh. Oh, is that true? That they only showed was, two of the songs? Yeah. And I think it was they played uh does anybody really know what time it is? That's the one he said. That's where he joined in, yeah. They cut that out and they kept So they only showed twenty five or uh and um was it Saturday in the Park was the other one? But but <laughs> yep, they did the whole thing. Uh, what for someone who allegedly doesn't I, like I, Chicago? I it seems it seemed to be Chicago. I the horn enjoy, chart, uh, Here's what I taken like, up by the spirit of the band. I don't know band. if you guys could tell us about me. I like most and first and foremost just giving people shit. It does not matter my true feelings about. Is that fun though thing. to invite a guy in here? Uh, just, I think so. Uh, boy, I'm having a I'm having down? a ball. Well, I hope that you write about it in your blog <laughs> later. Then, oh boy, about how this was you got your jollies oh. making Pardo uncomfortable. Oh, how cute that people they thinks people still have blogs. Uh, ooh, wow. <laughs> I'm on Kristen's side. Not to people blogging anymore. I know nobody blogs. It's, it's I'm a comic, you assholes. <laughs> I heard you were a rock historian. Well, it's listen, so let's weird. Let's get back to that. Okay, yeah. Uh, listen, when of... I, my first listening. Wait, so, okay, so what? 2016, Chicago gets in. Rob Thomas plays with them. Is is it awesome? Was it a cool, did you have good seats? Was it awesome? Well, here's what happened. I bought, as I mentioned, I bought two pairs of tickets uh, when they went out. Because I, I joined the Rock Hall when I heard that they were going to get inducted. Uh, and because I, I wanted to be one of the join the rock hall, what does so that the mean? club like so the you, club. you can get access to the ticket sales early. I think it might also then you might be able to get in the museum for free once a year or something. Yeah, there's yeah, some, yeah, that's true. There's some sort of membership uh, status where you can have uh, perks to the induction ceremony and some okay. other things. Maybe I you get a, a would tote. love to see a demographic breakdown of. <laughs> <laughs> the members of the Rock Hall I think Club. it's changed over the last few years uh, in that because people do want it. They think, and Dummy, myself included, thought, uh, well, I better get in on this because the you know, Rock Hall is going to sell out in a, in a heartbeat. I better spend the 50 bucks a year mm-hmm. so that I can buy my tickets two days early. Because right, it's the biggest event of the year. It sure is, Joe. Oh <laughs> um, it turns out, uh, so, so I went online and I bought a pair of tickets that were average at best. And then when they went on sale to the public, I got about fourth row. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I was offered to cover the event for the AV Club, the mm-hmm. Onion AV Club. And so I was able to go there and be a, uh, a quote-unquote press. Right. So I did not use my seats. And then I tried to sell them on uh, 
many different yeah. platforms yeah, sure. and took a bath. <laughs> yeah. Had to give one of the pairs away. Mm-hmm. One of the pairs? To yeah, Joe? One of the two pairs. No. Although, I, I, at the time, seeing that you could get tickets essentially for free, Where I was, was like, it? oh, I should have Was gone. this in, it was in New Brooklyn. York? It was, was at the Barclay. Okay. So it was way, it's way too big of a venue, which also takes away the, Unless the joy of what Pearl it is. Unless Pearl Jam is playing. So that's what... So having seen... The previous years. This of, was why you thought no problem. So I I went last year, 2017, and it was at the Barclays again, going in kind of knowing that these tickets are being given away essentially, and you could probably you know if even if you want to get them ahead of time, you can probably get them for 15 bucks. Right, it's easy. Uh, so I kind of I booked my uh, flight and thought I'll get there, I'll get my ticket, it'll be great, I'll go straight in. I didn't. Uh, taking into consideration that Pearl Jam was being inducted that year and their fan base is so huge yeah. and rabid that they will follow Pearl Jam anywhere, especially for something this important. I think they also hadn't been on tour. They haven't been on the road in a year. So they all flocked to the Barclays and the tickets were on the third party sites. 250, 350. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was a whole thing. I got in. I paid about 70 for Good. seats. You got in. And I got in. Yeah, but, he, but it was Harry. He got his ticket like an hour before the show started. Oh, I was like, wheeling and right. dealing outside the venue. <laughs> he uh, was, he so was a tweeting dollar for every minute. Tweeting yeah. and treating. He was... <laughs> I was true. I was on the phone. The, yeah, it was It was a whole whole thing. Uh, you can listen to the episode of Anna Saragina where I really yeah, get into it. Is it. A, it is an exploration of that day and how it happened. Um, so you went... I went what was uh, cool as a was member of the press. Yeah, so, so you're backstage. We were, we were backstage. We were, now we were supposed to be. We were supposed to be in the press pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Francis, who hosts the Rock Solid podcast, came with me, and we decided let's just walk around with our press passes until they tell us yeah. we can't do that. Uh-huh. And they never told us not to do that. So we walked everywhere as if we w- mattered, and we would just like if if a guard would say like, "Hey, what are you doing?" We'd go press, and they go, "Oh, okay, of course," and they would just <laughs> let us go. Yeah. Uh, I'm also friendly with Peter Pardini, who is the director of the Chicago documentary uh, Now More Than Ever. Mm-hmm. So he said, hey, the band wants to say hello to you. So I then uh, – we then spent a lot of our time in the artist's hallway hanging out with all of the bands. So mm-hmm. I have an experience of the Rock Hall that is uh, really effing cool. Yeah, like I got the, to, the backstage – It was uh, – and you know, and again, because I was in the record business, I had been backstage and hung out with all rock stars, um, and but this was different. It was like there was a really neat vibe backstage, and um, you know. It, now was NWA yeah. in the mix? What, were they like? You know what they were not was, in that hall. That's what I mean because it seems like it's like four very similarly genreed bands, and then NWA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. were they? They had a different. I think that they did. I think they were in a different little... And Isn't there one more artist? I thought there was... There were five. Oh, and then, I mean, if you want to include Burt listen. Burns. Well, listen, Burt Burns, that, his Who daughter gave a terrific Burns? speech. Who uh, is Burt, Burt Burns? He was, he was uh, inducted as a non-performer. Yeah. Who he was a songwriter. He? Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah. When you say as a non-performer, I just like... like So he was like the boss tone of someone's band. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> like, he danced around. He, danced around. People. <laughs> he was the mascot for someone's He's band. He's a, a, uh, just a, a songwriter. Okay. Uh, and you know the song. You, of course, know uh, Burt Burns' uh, big hits. Would name them por oh, favor. Joe, I'd, I'd ask you to do that. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't uh, I believe Twist and Shout is is the big one. Oh, uh, see, I didn't even know that. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> Unless I'm, I'm what a yeah. legend. Uh, Twist and Shout, uh, Peace of My Heart, Hang on, Sloopy. Wait, Peace of My Heart by wow. Janis Joplin? Uh, by s- by Burt Burns. By, by someone. 
by Burt Burns. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Under the Boardwalk. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. All right. So he just. Okay, so here's a big deal. What was weird about that induction, though, was there was a, if not Broadway, off-Broadway play uh, about Burt Burns that was happening at the time that Little Steven was a producer of. So it felt like a strange oh, conflict of interest. Oh, yes, it does, doesn't it? What do you... So I get why... I mean, it, he's worthy, but the timing feels... Well, uh, now that I know how insidious all of this stuff is, mm-hmm. it just makes me feel like, yes, it definitely was motivated by money in some way. And it form. is the uh, Janis Joplin piece of my right. heart, which had oh, been performed by oh, I will tell you that about being, little Bert. being able to walk uh, around, and we got there way too early, uh, Pat mm-hmm. and I, and we walked around, and uh, so we, we saw, as I mentioned, we saw his daughter rehearsing her acceptance speech, mm-hmm. and we saw Steve Miller uh, with the Black Keys um, not getting along. Sure. Because ah. the Black Keys acted like a-holes. Mm-hmm. And so they, this, this was after? This, uh, was, this was prior. This okay, was like this an before. hour and Wait, a half. Wait, now oh, wow. the Black Keys played with Steve no, Miller Band? Wait, what, what happened? What Black what? Keys gave the speech Okay, it, was, it sounds like this it, it did not go well. One of the worst speeches in yes. Hall history, without a doubt. And even in rehearsal, like off mic. Because we tell. were as close as, like, not as close as this, but, you know, 10 feet away, um, where they were commenting, like, we don't even know this guy. Like, why are we here? What are we doing this for? Wait, the Black Keys were saying that? Yeah. And then they kind of open up their speech by saying, uh, when we Googled him, we learned. Wait. Yeah. It's like, hey, Something no. like, according to Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, right. Truly. Oh, my God. Like, the definition really of a Steve Miller yeah. band. Yeah, Webster's, Webster's defined Steve yeah. Miller as a wow. joker. A <laughs> <laughs> joker. They were dicks. And that's not to say Steve Miller was any friendly. Wow. Steve Miller but is very friendly is, backstage. That's mm-hmm. just so shitty. <clears throat> just say no, then. Why don't you induct wonder. the person? We said that, Kristen. Did the Pat black and I keys... said that all night long? Like, because we, like, again, we saw that an hour and a half before the, the, uh, the ceremony started. Why are you here then? Just yeah. say no. It had to have been, which I, I just say no, if we may. Yeah. Just okay. a little PSA you know right what? now. How about that? Just <laughs> say on. no, Nancy guys. Yeah. That. Come on. Uh, we miss her. Uh, Do we? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, it's had to have been a favor. It had to, Black Keys manager. Or agent, yeah, that's or what someone I was Did they have like, an album coming out or something? Did they have something where they were trying to connect to the dads I, of America? I bet like, it was someone who said, "Hey guys, we don't have anybody for Steve Miller. We really need somebody. I've done you a lot of good. Yeah, do me a solid and and read a speech. Can it you write really a speech? makes you wonder how how Dire Straits wasn't able to get anybody then. Embarrassing. You know about that, right? Yeah. That's uh. It's that's really that like thinking about that. So that because think about it. If, if I may, Kristen, I'm yes, really jumping oh. in to think about how crazy that is. You couldn't. What's his name? Rob Sheffield from Rolling Stone. You couldn't get yeah any rock journalist to induct mm-hmm. Dire Straits instead of zero or someone in the hall or someone who, in the hall who well, in the Stevie nominating couldn't come out and do the damn thing. Who in the nominating committee brought his name up? Right. To That's then be what I'm saying. nominated. That's what I mean. Like, with, for example, with Steve Miller Band, you're like, oh, they couldn't find somebody who wanted to induct them. I'm like, then why are they getting inducted in the goddamn Hall of Fame? Right. Oh, I don't think it was that they couldn't find. Was that what they couldn't find? Joe was saying Steve that Miller? he thought. Well, I I'm, think that I'm they wondering. Try to get a younger, they okay. try to get a younger demographic to induct so that younger viewers will watch. That's that's my takeaway from okay. ever yeah. since they started that's televising. That's their move. And they think, because they're old, dumb men, 
they think, well, Rob Thomas is certainly appeals to the young people. The Black Keys <laughs> appeals to the young people. Like, they don't really know what appeals Brandon to Brandon Flowers mm-hmm. appeals to the young yeah, people. Yeah, they had, they had one, good, <laughs> one actual, they had Kendrick Lamar induct NWA. NWA. Which yes. actually is appealing that to is the, actually the cool. youth. I would genuinely yes. enjoy watching his speech. I guess. Um, and, and Lars inducted Cheap Trick. No, Lars inducted Deep, Tur- um, Deep Purple. Deep Purple. And, and Lars is, I mean, look, I, I, ever since he tried years. to kill Napster, man, I, he's You're not out? my dude. <laughs> okay, well, great. Uh, yeah. Well, with that one, it's like, that's, that's who, I mean, however you feel about Lars Ulrich. That's who you should be getting to induct these bands. Yes. A super fan yes. who clearly has a personal connection. That's why Hart, uh, that's why in, uh, Ann Wilson. Wilson inducting Moody Blues. Moody Blues was actually cool because she clearly cared about them and liked them. Was and it was the best part about the induction of them was her speech. She was like, this band is so important to me. Here's why. Here's my personal connection to them. And here's how they influenced me musically and in my life. And I was like, cool, Anne. Mm-hmm. Good job. Right. Same with Brandon and Flowers. And then she went the cars. biffed it hard on that Black Hole song. Oh, God. Did <laughs> it, was, she? it was horrible. It was Ann Wilson and Jerry... Cantrell from oh Alice in Chains. Oh, right, 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 right. Just him singing and him on guitar and nothing else. It was her singing. It was horrible. Yeah. Here's a quick side story about Anna Wilson. She Please. was uh, the band Heart was doing Craig Ferguson uh, the same day as me, but a different episode. And I spent, let's say, five minutes talking to Anna Wilson, and then realized uh, that she had her uh, in-ear monitors in. And I uh, didn't hear what I was saying. <laughs> but I talked for about five minutes. And then I looked at my wife, like, well, she's being rude. And then she's like, oh, I'm sorry. What? Like, literally, yeah. like, she didn't yeah. hear a word of it. That's so funny. Yeah. Good. I'm glad it wasn't like that she secretly sucks because that would bum me no, out. No, no, she no. She seems so cool. She really seemed like when she like, took it out, like, I, I'm exaggerating five minutes, it was probably 90 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was a length was a of length, time yeah. that, where it was like, okay, significant. That, like, you should have stopped me sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, she's really funny. But she's okay. very nice. I'm glad she's nice then. I would be really bummed if she sucked. Um, uh, but like, that's what I mean. I think that the inductees should be someone who actually likes the band and yes. has something interesting to say about them. Who mm-hmm. did the Brandon Flowers inducted the, the cars? cars right? I liked his speech. He seemed like he really he seemed the like cars he, were meaningful to him and and personally meaningful to him. Yeah. He had those fun stories about growing up in his older brother in Utah and. You know, cassette tapes. Yes, great. Et cetera. Have you ever seen the Cars in concert? No, I no, hear. I only watch saw. Out. <laughs> Brother, <laughs> I only what? saw their induction ceremony, and, and I was, what was like, your takeaway? "Oh boy, wow, Rick, ooh, yikes!" They, are they lost their board. singer. You know. Well, they lost their second singer. Yeah, right, but yeah. I mean the the better one, the better singer. Well, I, how many Benjamin or? Lead singer songs, you know, that's not a sentence, but how yeah, many how songs many of songs the cars you know, were you know, yeah. Ben Orr? Yeah. Well, Just What I Needed is Ben Orr. And Just What I Needed. All right, give me some more. <laughs> <laughs> What's weird is that sometimes it's hard It's hard to tell. When they're younger. Just because they sound very yeah, similar. Oh, yeah. But when you're like, oh, this person, oh, this singer's holding a note, that's Ben Orr. Uh, <laughs> and then with the other, when it, when the, you know, you kept it going. When the summer, <laughs> you kept it. Going. <laughs> Whenever you can't, there's a singer who can't. You're like, oh, that's Rick. Yeah, Rick's Rick's struggling. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that there were two singers until I watched that package, though. Honestly, mm-hmm. those packages we've mentioned are maybe the best part about those induction ceremonies. They like do. I think they do a very good job. I do too. Editing those Whoever things does together. Does a great job. Uh, to the point where we both were like, 
Bon Jovi, huh? Yeah, I mean, I was watching that <laughs> hey. thing. I was like, oh, look, he was working in a studio, just doing his best. I don't know. I was I I did not hate them after I watched. No. It also honestly Dire Straits, the Dire Straits package. I've said this before. I I was like, "Oh, yeah, that kind of like noodly not floor guitar. That's interesting. That's Yeah. That Get him in here. You know what? Put him in all right. All right. I got you. They were the one that even more than Peter Sotero not reuniting with Chicago or Steve Perry with Journey uh, per- to perform. I was yeah. really bummed that that those guys could not regroup Dire Straits yeah. for like that said, like I have friends in my life that are no longer friends in my life, and the idea of going, hey, do you guys want to do something together? Not really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But on that, on that kind of level, on that, you know, I, that... when it, it's so meaningful to so many people, specifically your fans, mm-hmm. right? I think part of the disconnect is they're British. I don't think it, I, and I've heard British acts say this before, where they're being interviewed and they're like. Yeah, we don't really get it. This is an American but thing. But do that in a British voice. Uh, yeah. yeah, so like, we don't really get it. Thank you. It's just not when in, in America that it seems like a big thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, over here, we have a bangers and mash. <laughs> no, wait, what was it? Why would they what did we, we say it should be the British Rock Hall of Fame? It should be the... Rock... The Corridor? Oh, yeah, the Corridor thing. Some sort of famous yes, Corridor. it's like the rock... Oh, rock I'm more music. interested in getting, you know, invited into the Corridor <laughs> rather than inducted into the hall. I don't, I don't the know. Hall. hall doesn't really do it for <laughs> oh, me. Yeah, I'd like... But I, ha- I have heard them say versions of that. Uh, <laughs> I join in, but I can't do an English accent. I don't want to embarrass myself. Uh, where it's just like in, in the UK, it's not really, they don't really get it. That makes sense. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, and usually the bands that are inducted are ones that were popular in America. And if you're only popular in the UK, it's uh, it's more of a, a struggle. Who, I will, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Who else was nommed that year in 2016? Oh, in 2016. The Cars. The cars the, so the car, this was, yeah, the, this was the third year. Um, of nominations for the cars, then they finally got in. Uh, also, I mean, Janet was on the ballot. Yeah. Was it her? Is this the only time she's been nominated? She's been nominated twice. This was the first of two. And I think a lot of people thought she was going to get in because yeah! it was like, oh yeah, she's super famous and has like a huge career. Uh huh. And, and I can imagine that ceremony being like really elevated. Oh my god. Because sometimes they do. Janet Jackson can still fucking perform. She can and still she... do it. Oh my god. Um. <laughs> She and the, the thing is, sometimes they do five inductees, sometimes they do six, and there's they say it's because of the the vote tallies. That's but some I, bullshit. Just do six. Also, you know what? You have four fucking dad rock bands, uh, one rap act. You could put Janet Jackson. It in would there round too. it out. It as would have been a uh, more of a you know representative yes. class. What about if somebody was to argue she doesn't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Ooh, hit uh, us. Now, maybe you, that's you, a, are you here to make that argument, Jimmy I, I, I don't know if that's the hill I want to die on, but I don't know yeah. if it's... I don't understand a lot of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This I, is the I big... that th- You're welcome to my side of the table now, Jimmy, okay? Why? Why? Why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Why the word rock and roll? Mm-hmm. What constitutes what? Yeah. Oh. I think at this point, based on who's been inducted, Janet... Is. Oh, there's I'm no just question. saying, if you're going to induct so, I mean, NWA, yes. you induct Janet Jackson, too. Well, yeah, you induct Donna Summer, you induct Michael Jackson, you induct, you induct Whitney Madonna. Houston, you induct well, Dolly Parton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Pat Benatar. I think Pat Benatar will get in next year. That's my prediction. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's my crazy prediction for next year. She's Yeah, she's she's got to come up soon. And, and Has she what? ever been nominated? No. no. She's not. But when you talk about it being influential, I don't know if there's a female rocker more influential. I mean, maybe Janice. But for the younger demographic, or not, I guess they're probably in their th- 40s now, but mm-hmm. when Pat was huge, 
Yeah. She inspired a bunch of women, and she took no shit. She was mm-hmm. strong. Yeah. She stood by her, like everything about her, business wise, musically. Uh, are the Go Go's in? They're not. Okay. They're not. And you know what? What? What, Jimmy? Some would say they uh, should be, and uh, I hear where you're coming from. <laughs> there we go. Uh, quick turn for Jimmy Pardo. <laughs> They're cute. Wow, they're cute. I uh, love the Go Go's. I do. I like the Go Go's. I don't just like them, too. but they're cute. And would so one what? Go, but I'm but they saying... didn't change anything. They're not influential. They're Ooh. a they're a shrug. I I oh fuck you too. I think <laughs> he left. Especially, I think if they had been, they would have a stronger case for induction. If then they who? Had, oh no no no. If they had main <laughs> easy. <laughs> if they had maintained the level of quality of their first album, I think their first album, Beauty and the Beat, is really really good. Uh, and w- and was influential, and it was the first uh, number one album of right. okay. all f- all females writing the songs. Okay, all female I, group. I will take back my influential line then, based on that statement. But I the, apologize to everybody, especially you, Joe. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Uh, but I think that maybe the issue, what comes up with the Go Go's, is after that their debut album, it's diminishing returns. You know, they have vacation. Then they have, you know, head, head over head over heels, feet, feet or oh, whatever. Head over, head over heels. And then after that, there's head just not... Feet. Are Tears for Fears in? No, I don't think they will be. Oh, I like Tears for Fears. I like new me, wave like music. You want, a, new, you want a, uh, a first wave Hall of Fame. Yeah, I like, I like new way, wave I music. I, mm-hmm. I really do, and I would love it. But, you know, I just feel like a lot of the bands that... We've been talking about this, about like the... Once this one band gets in, then it opens the doors for other bands to get in. And I do see a, I see a pathway. I see a pathway to um, to hall membership for the for the Go Go's. I don't. I also think the Cure soon. That's, well, that's Joe's that's number my, one I think snub. Number one snub of all groups and artists that aren't in. I just don't see what the case is for the Cure not to be in. I can for nearly every other group. I can like I can try and come up with something, but you it really is, can. I don't know. Like I mean, every other group you can come up with a reason, maybe. Um, but the what about the one that I emailed you? We'll get to that. Okay, I just want to make. <laughs> yeah. it, we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Uh, and I think I could. Uh, but the cure, I just what? don't. Yeah, I. But the cure, I don't see because the thing is, I uh, the the hall does not advertise or they do not announce any criteria, which is part of the reason right. why it's so confusing. And you're like, why this person and not that? Why this band? So it's hard. Well, and we were talking about this too, like the idea of like rock music. It has changed. It's morphing, and like what Roy Traken, nomcom former nomcom member, made the argument, and this is a thing I say quite often, is that I think it's like more like the popular music Hall of Fame now. Mm-hmm. Like once you get to a point, I, rock and roll is nebulous. But it also it's like almost one of those pornography. I'll know it when I see it type things where it's like, is Janet Jackson rock and roll like by in what category and what criteria? Because when mm-hmm. I think rock and roll music, I think old white dudes and that's who should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But then it's like you've at a certain point, we've inducted all those guys like we've, we've cleared, cleared out the barrel and now music is different. And that's why I think the term rock and roll it either needs to have a new definition mm-hmm. or we got to change the name of the hall. Well, I think part of it is that rock and roll has never really had a definition, which is why we're able to interpret it in different ways. But couldn't couldn't conversation, which, by the way, nobody takes as seriously as the three of us are currently. <laughs> oh. Uh, but that's not true. You listen to volume on Sirius XM. Uh, and Alan Light and Mark Goodman will talk at length about it. 
if you just change the name to Music Hall of Fame, these conversations are over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and for mm-hmm. the good. I mean, that for you just change, get rid of rock and roll, make it music. Listen, I hop, change one letter, yeah. and <laughs> sure change did. the oh, world. But they're back. <laughs> uh, but if you if you did that, then then all of a sudden, when people, because because listen, I think most of the people that argue this are either the snobs that are mad that any popular band is getting in, mm-hmm. or B, dumb white hillbillies, men, that are mad that it's not Leonard Skinner every year. Like, yeah. it's not yeah. it's not classic rock. And mm-hmm. that's, uh, so I don't disagree with you about old white men. And yeah. I think that's who's the maddest. Like, well, Janet Jackson doesn't belong there, and they pout. Well, if you just go Music Hall of Fame, then that guy shuts his mouth. Exactly. There, I've said it. You, finally, we got it out of you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if, it almost feels like they're catering to the... To the old white men these days. Well, these days, but remember, I mean, for yes. years, there's a guy that's a mm-hmm. historian of the hall. You know, it's a lot of. Are you talking about yourself, or are you talking no, he's about a rock Joe? historian? Oh, you're a rock okay. historian. He's a, he's a hall historian. Yeah. You're a rock it's hall historian. It's a lot of ass kissing to look cool, member. Yes, uh, or, uh, inductees. Well, right. that yeah. was another thing that we learned from Roy. What did Roy tell you? Was that no, he's a uh, he's an omcom guy? Yeah, he, he was, was an no longer. He is right. no longer. But but, that's but, recent, you know. but just how um, how much money and politics are truly involved in getting people nominated, and how what? in order to get nominated, you just have to have somebody go to bat for you. Like there has to mm-hmm. be somebody with some clout go to bat for you, and basically convince the room. And he was flown out to New York by Hollow Notes management to go to bat for them. And it worked. And now Hollow Notes opening a tributary in the stream of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole <laughs> road to go down that is opened by the gate of Hollow Notes. Exactly. You're, but I think I like that they're in. Well, I'm just saying like Hollow Notes is in and not Janet Jackson. Good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hollow Notes is in and not. Pat Benatar, not The Cure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, rounding out the 2016 nominees, though, uh, it was The Cars, Shaka Khan, Sheik, The JBs, Janet Jackson. Wait, who are the JBs? JBs were like James Brown's backup band, and then it was it's one of the weirder nominees in the history of this institution because most people, like myself, someone who thinks he knows a lot about music was like, what? Wait, and James Brown is in, though, yeah? Yeah. And the Famous Flames, who are also okay. a backup group. Well, this is that's it's but, dumb as hell. But the JBs are one of those ones where everybody, like on Twitter or whatever, when that came out, like JB's got to get in. There's always those people, like, no, no, what? they don't. Are you, what are you talking what are you about? This yeah. is like the third iteration of the James Brown yeah, induction. Right? Like, we don't need it. Uh, yeah, Jan Jackson, Los Lobos, Nine Inch Nails, Los Lobos. My mother loves Los Lobos, so I have a very soft spot in my heart for Los Lobos. And I think the album Kiko is amazing, yeah. start to finish. Mm-hmm. They're a they're a good group. Yeah, but do I think they'll ever? Oh, what's got another going glare. on here? We got another Uh-oh. icy glare coming. <laughs> well, that's not icy. That was just that he was stopped in his I've tracks. Literally stopped <laughs> by the. I've never heard of, by an impassioned. You know I like Los Lobos. Nobody's ever been that passionate about. No, Los Lobos. I well, I grew up. The album Kiko came out in like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. And and this was when you were in the barrio, right? Yeah, and I was in the barrio. No, but it was really, we listened to it a lot in my house. Where? Up. What part of the country, please? Chicago. I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Well, you are. Okay, yeah. so you didn't just move there for comedic purposes. I moved to the city for comedic purposes. What suburb? Um, I'm from near Joliet, a place called Crest Hill, Southwest. That's suburbs. where, uh, hang on, hang on. One of the greatest. Record stores of all time was in Crest Hill. Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest. Yes. Great record store. Right down the street from me. 
no longer exists. You, so you used to go to the Louis Joliet Mall? I did. I did. I Have you been to my city then? Have you been oh, to Oh, I've been to Joliet. My buddy Dave, who does the theme song for uh, Never Not Funny, uh-huh. uh, Daver, uh, uh, is from Joliet originally. Oh. And uh, I lived in Oak Forest, which is right oh, down I, 80. Yes, I know where this all is. And I managed record stores in Lincoln Mall, which is right uh-huh. down the street from you. Yeah. And I, I think I was offered a job once at the Louis Joliet Mall, but then ended up taking one in Naperville instead. You could have worked at our Coconuts. I think we had a Coconuts. Had a, uh, you also had, uh, there was one that, there was a Pumpkin Charlie's. I don't know what that, that, was, that is. That's the one that I was. <laughs> that sounds made up. Yeah. I don't think it's a good wait, name. Wait, was Pumpkin Charlie's a record store? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Pumpkin Charlie's sounds like a. It sounds like, like a, a British Halloween tradition. <laughs> you know how like it's like, oh, what do you guys do? Oh, we go trick or treating. Oh, we wait for Pumpkin Charlie, <laughs> Pumpkin Charlie to, yeah. to come to the doorstep. <laughs> Pumpkin Charlie will 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 leave you an, a hard boiled egg need, instead yeah. of. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I wait for Pumpkin Charlie, kids. Go to your room quickly. Uh, but yes, that that album was very important to me growing up. Mm-hmm. Kiko was really a big deal to me. I loved that album. Nine Inch Nails, The Smiths, The Spinners, Wait, yes. Wait, Nine Inch Nails are not in? They should be, but they're not. Yeah, I think they I really it. should be. Uh, maybe put Kraftwerk in there before them. Yeah, to There's open the idea. tributary. Open that tributary. And then... Get those German guys in there so they can start voting for Nine Inch Nails. <laughs> uh, it, go ahead. Well, I just feel like, yeah, that feels like the Tom, like a Tom Morello type, you know, like that. That those type of people, that they should be getting Nine Inch Nails, Kraftwerk, all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think type. we will run out of kind of the older bands and we'll be able to start inducting more interesting, newer. I can't believe Los Lobos even got nominated. That's like That wild. was a surprise. Cause like, it was definitely a surprise. I, I mean, I don't know that most people know who they are. They're not popular. Everybody kind of just knows the one song. What song is Will the Wolf? Will, I can't say. Will, my, the, wolf will the Wolf Survive. And also, I mean, lo, their version of La Bamba was, oh, which yeah, was their the number one hit. Of La Bamba was and then they also big. did yes. uh, Let's Go. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a good song, too. Which is both Richie Valens covers oh. for the La Bamba soundtrack. Uh, but yeah, of their originals, there's that album, How Will the Wolf. It's, it's hard to say. It's <laughs> tough. How Will the Wolf Survive with the kind of title track, mm-hmm. Will the Wolf Survive? Has Little Feet ever been nominated? That's no. another band my mom loves. No. I, I, okay. I have bad news for your mom. <laughs> yeah. You got bad news for mom. Yeah, listen up, Jackie. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. They're okay. one of the bands I hung out with back in my records uh, a couple of days. Little Feet? Yeah, Little they opened feet? up for Jimmy Buffett, which was the worst concert experience I've ever had in my entire life, uh, with the Jimmy Buffett part, because mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of frat dudes, uh, or uh, 50-year-old men that still think they're in a frat having mm-hmm. a good time. Is he um, is he in no. the rock hall? Will he ever be oh. in the rock hall? Oh boy! Wow, I guys. will return my membership card. <laughs> you know Listen up, though. Bon Jovi's in. I'm just saying, the day of the popular I, dude has come, and I think the minute that I think the minute he gets oh, nominated, there's, there's no question because Buffett and, is and in. Not only that, Kristen, he will be the number one vote getter in the fan vote mm-hmm. by millions. Yeah, yeah. like they, heads. Yes. Unite, mm-hmm. baby. Bareheads unite. Yes. And I think, I also, I get the feeling, I don't have any information about this up, I get the feeling Jimmy Buffett has like a lot of friends in the industry. He just feels like the guy who's yeah. been around for a long time, easygoing, he's played with like a lot of people. I don't know. Have he, I ever told the story about Jimmy Buffett, imper- about the Jimmy Buffett impersonator? Oh my gosh. No. Okay, I'll tell it very quickly. I used to work, I worked on a cruise ship for a few months for Second City before I moved here. And there was a show called Legends, which featured celebrity impersonators oh, no. on our ship. Now, our um, 
and we had like when I got on, there was like a Madonna, a Rod Stewart, and somebody else. And then the cast changed right when we got on, and we got Jimmy Buffett, Michael Jackson, played by a white guy, okay, um, mm-hmm. uh, Donna Summer, and somebody else. I don't remember who else was in our cast, but one day. I was back in the crew area and I was chatting to the guy who was playing Jimmy Buffett. And I was just like, oh, hey, are you headed up to um, uh, to go to dinner? And he was like, no, I have to go back on stage in about five minutes for my encore. Because his costume as Jimmy Buffett was just essentially a cruise ship passenger. You 100% uh, could not tell the yeah, difference right. between uh-huh. Jimmy Buffett and a fucking cruise <laughs> ship passenger. Blending in perfectly. The only thing that was different was like he was allowed to wear flip-flops in the crew area, which nobody else was <laughs> because that was part of his costume. Right. Like, it was really wild. Like, m- you would see Michael Jackson between shows and he had like tape on his nose and mm-hmm. like, you know, all sorts of like stuff on his face. And like, you would see Donna Summer and she'd have a wig cap on and stuff like that and Jimmy Buffett just was like a cruise ship passenger hanging out yeah that's great he also the guy who played jimmy buffett on this cruise ship used to play neil uh he played neil diamond he used to be a neil diamond impersonator and then he aged into jimmy buffett that's really funny there you have it that's my story also someone that i went to college with um was just is in the now closing escape to margaritaville musical is it closing i heard it was closing nope it's closing they have eight performances left i know sorry eric peterson bradley university class of 2003 gosh yeah jimmy buffett's boat banana wind Did you just look that up, or is nope. that? Is oh, that's that in fun, there. Is that that's that's in there forever, unfortunately. Now, true or false? I was driving once in Beverly Hills, California, and I looked in my rearview mirror and went, "Oh, this person behind me is not going to stop." Smash, Jimmy Buffett's wife. Oh, I'm going to say true. She, I would love it if it wasn't. Yeah, well, if you're if like false, false. no, nope, made it up right now. False, <laughs> but isn't that a fun story? No, uh, and she couldn't wait. To let me, in a way to like, please, please don't let insurance know. Uh, I'll, I'll take care of this. This isn't going to be a problem. I'm Jimmy Buffett's wife, <laughs> and I went oddly enough, not a fan. Uh, and she said, "Yeah, a lot of people don't like him, but uh, know this." Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's really. Funny. And then I never followed up. I should have. I should have uh, got some of that sweet. Yeah, you should have gotten that margarita money. Mm-hmm. You know, son of a son of a sailor, though. Yeah, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy, I literally can't tell when, you many cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah. Cheeseburger, let's get Margarita let's get drunk Bill. and screw. Oh yeah, why don't we get drunk and screw? Pencil mustache, whatever that one's called. What? Uh, Pencil thin mustache. I don't know. You know it. I don't think I do. Here's the thing about Jimmy Buffett. I I think he's a joke, and it's not my mm-hmm. cup of tea. I don't like him at all. Of course. That said, if you went, well, here's his ten biggest hits. I'd go. You know what? All right. Well, you know, the I, thing, I don't dislike any of those. Also, mm-hmm. you know, you put me on a beach somewhere. I'm not mad about any music that's playing, you know? And I think he's relying on that. The fact that listening to the music makes you feel like you're on vacation. Yeah. Hey, here's another true or false for you. True or false, it took me until I was uh, well into my 30s to realize Coral Reefer Band was a play on words. Whoa. (laughs) True or false? I'm going to say true. No, that was false. I just made it up. But (laughs) the fun we just had. No, that was true. And when it dawned on me, it was like... I probably should never admit this because, mm-hmm. boy, do I look like a dumb Well, bee. now 70 people know, so. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not after this I'm episode, sorry. sister. <laughs> uh, did it, you think it was like reefer, like more than reef? 
I, I like must Reefer have. Reefer Refest. Like, I must have. Is like, that the name of his backup band? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, here's the thing. I thought, I knew it was a play on words. I didn't know it was marijuana mm-hmm. play on words. Okay. Like, I knew it was like, I didn't, I knew it was a play, didn't understand what the play was. Well, and then when I was like, let's say 38 years old, I was like, <laughs> hey. Wait a second. He's talking about pot. True or false, I just learned that Jimmy Buffett's backup band was called the Coral Reefer Band. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett, the Coral Reefer Band. Wow. Which, which, if you think about it, is actually the perfect name for his backup band. Oh, fully. He did a good job. Yeah. Okay, so he's never been nominated. Never been nominated. The minute he gets in, he's going to get in. Oh, he's the first ballot. No question about it. He is. He is. He's FYN. They they won't be able to ignore the fact that he crushed the competition of the fan And that people will show up. Yes, that's more important. Oh, my gosh. Now, imagine... A an induction ceremony featuring <laughs> you got Jimmy Buffett. Then you've got like some kind of like hard rock band, maybe some sort Judas of, Priest. You've got Judas Priest, Jimmy Buffett, Janet Jackson. So you got the three J's. You got Triple J right there. You got wow. you got Jimmy, Janet, Judas. <laughs> uh, you got John Mayer. <laughs> no, oh God, no, I'm out. John oh. Mayer will get inducted too, probably someday. I don't know. He he plays a game. Has he ever? Does he induct people? Oh, yeah. He oh, seems like he would. Oh, yeah. he, he, seems is like indu- he would. He inducted people uh, two years in a row. He did uh, Albert King, and then he did Stevie Ray Vaughan. The next I do year. not know who Albert King is. Uh, you is would. Is that what BB King's name is? Really? Uh, <laughs> born under a bad sign. <laughs> oh, well, I do. Uh, know a lot, a lot of like blues stuff, crosscut gotcha. stuff, things that you would. Uh, yeah. Do. I don't mind him inducting other of those two guys. I think it makes that, sense. That's one well, that makes he's sense. a blues guitarist. Mm-hmm. He is. I'm told he plays with no soul by guys that are good guitarists. I'm told he tried stand up. <laughs> oh, that's true. You ever seen oh, yes, oh, I boy. know. It's a nightmare. Oh, how dare you? Yeah. yeah. You big-headed weirdo. <laughs> Good Just go God. strap your frat on. I call it a frat. I meant to say Fender and Strat at the strat. same time. <laughs> <laughs> strap on the frat, buddy. Put it up yeah. on your frat. He just looks at me with his big yeah. noggin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about the band uh, that you brought in. Yes. For, uh, well, brought in. That makes it sound like I, I did you, research. You brought in this. a diorama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, very did, well constructed. Yeah. We're very impressed. With I you, do Jimmy. have a PowerPoint. I'll let you take a look at this. Uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Here's the thing. I gave it zero to no thought when mm-hmm. you sent me that email. Email because that's the that's the first other than Judas Priest, mm-hmm. those are the first two that uh, that pop, and Pat Benatar that pop into my head mm-hmm. on people that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure, I don't, uh, I, I cannot list more than one reason other than that I like them. Okay, as a reason, I do think they were influential. I do think that they were. Oh, we'll go through. The, we'll uh, go through path. the categories, Jimmy. So right, we'll get we'll like, get through. Yeah, it. like but, we said, there are there are not categories. Uh, to determine the merits, at least in terms of what the hall has said. But you have some. But I, I determined, I tried to come up with a list of categories that I thought, when put together, you could kind of evaluate if a band or artist could get in. Okay. And last week, uh, or last last episode, Roy kind of confirmed that many of Joe's categories that he arbitrarily invented were pretty close to kind of what they talk about mm-hmm. in the nomination meetings, which you know, had to be edifying for you. Sure. I also wouldn't say they were arbitrarily chosen. Okay. I don't mean arbitrary. <laughs> there was some I mean that, I that you like made up, that you, <laughs> right. that you With gleaned. No real... okay. Are you talking about Nomcom guy, Roy? Yeah, Nomcom <laughs> Roy. Okay. Nomcom Roy? Yeah, Nomcom Roy. Nomcom Roy. Um, That's a Jim Croce song. <laughs> let, me... <laughs> let me begin by saying what I know about Iron Maiden. Okay. I dated someone for a a long time in my 20s for three and a half years in my 20s who loved iron maiden um i these are the things that i know 
uh, they they sing Latin. They've got like a operatic kind of operatic metal would be how I would uh, um, characterize characterize them. Sound. And I also I know they have that guy Eddie. He's a skull. Um, he's, he's, a skull, he's a skull. He's, he's a like full mummy. He's a mummy. Is he? Oh, he's a mummy. I'm sorry. He's a mummy. Is he a mummy? He's a mummy. Sometimes he's a mummy. Sometimes he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a wow. He's like Barbie. He's like the. He can have many occupations. He's the heavy metal Barbie. Certainly, I want you to get back to your list of what you know. But when they two times ago when they played at the forum, they Eddie came out, did his nonsense. He then goes backstage. He then came out in a Lakers, like an over a huge Lakers jersey. This is great. And Bruce Dickinson was like, and I, again, I can't do accents. Oh, bloody fucking dumb. Look how dumb that uh, is. Uh, they said, put the, put the, what do they call it? What's the British word for jersey? Oh, uh, um. Corridor. Oh, what is it? It's <laughs> no, wonderful. No, 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 no. It's not jersey. It's, um, oh, a penny. No, um. What is it? What do they call it? Oh, what do they call it? It's I keep now. I just want to say romper, and I know that's not what I'm trying to say. Oh, they call shoot. it jumper. Is what is they call a, a sweater. Maybe? Yeah, I think jumper is probably. It. Yeah, put put a bloody jumper out of it. That'll get the crowd on our side. Like he he was shitting on it, and and, and I was because I, when it came out, I was like, you cheesy assholes. Kit kit is what they call outfit. I don't know. I don't think it's romper or jumper. Jumper. Uh. Put a, put so a, hold on. Is Eddie in concert? Is someone in an Eddie yeah, costume? Yeah, somebody's in an Eddie costume. They I, have a boss tone. <laughs> right. I was not sure if it was like, you know, they're dangling a skeleton. or like Sometimes, I thought Sometimes that, he's a giant yes. Eddie. It's like a marionette. But See, then at some point, no matter, even if giant Eddie's there, at some point, someone. dude in Eddie costume <laughs> comes out Wait, like Scooby-Doo. Wait, so Scooby someone Doo. comes out in a mummy costume with a skull, skull mask on? A skeleton mask on? Yeah. Well, again, sometimes he's a mummy. Okay, Eddie's so his whole face could be covered. He is a, yeah. he is a ghoul, if I may. If yeah. I think that's maybe the word to use. The thing, Eddie's a ghoul. A ghoul. That's, that, that is one of the things I know about them, is that they have these like raucous live shows with like a lot of visuals happening, right? Mm-hmm. They put on a show. They put on they do, a show. And, and, it, and it is a great show. People love it. Yes. That is, and then I know that like... They're they're kind of like nerdy too, though. Like their their songs are based yeah, their songs. There we go. Yeah, yes. as opposed to hey, let's just get drunk and fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're they're like writing about historical battles and yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. The Flight of Icarus. So, for example, for example, <laughs> these are the that things. Or idiot. These are the things that I know about. <laughs> Iron Maiden. Okay. Full stop. Oh, wait. Uh, I'm trying to think if I can name an Iron Maiden song. I can't well, name one off the top of I my head. I clue. F- I mean, other than Flight of Icarus, their huge hit, Flight of Icarus, <laughs> that we all know, that everybody talks about right. all the time. It was featured at the end of an 80s movie, Letters to Cleo did a cover of. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think if I can name an Iron Maiden well, song other than Flight of Icarus. a category, song. so we'll get to that. Yes. Okay. Uh, all right, first category up. Critical acclaim. Do I have to defend this? Is that the no? Purpose of no, this? I mean, I mean we the, can just discuss. You the, don't have yeah. to. You don't have to believe in your choice. You could have brought in an artist that you didn't like. <laughs> should I cross my arms more and be more defensive? Yeah, you yeah. should really lean back, right. uh, yeah. grimace if you could. Don't worry, I'll turn up your uh, mic. So I think the first ca- the first category, critical acclaim. I don't think Iron Maiden really scores any points in this category. I disagree uh, with you. I think yeah. they get it from the metal community. Okay, sure. I, I, I really do. But the community, but what about the critics? Are the metal critic community? Metalcritic.com? I would actually love to look up. What's their metal critic score? 
what they're. I was making a I'm Metacritic joke, jokes, and nobody likes it. We all hear Metacritic. Yeah, I'm Thank sorry. You. I was 100 ignoring, like, ignoring it. I will, get, it and I, I will give it up. I was trying to listen to our guest, yeah, whatever. Who okay, cares? But you sorry. did say a great. I did say a great pun. Words. Thank you. Continue. I was not only ignoring it. I also was disliking it. Okay, great. Well, we're back. Welcome back. I actually did. I would. Here's the truth. Because uh, I don't know how to uh, filter anything and not say everything that pops into my head. I wish I hadn't been talking so I could have enjoyed it. <laughs> That's oh, how much I enjoyed it. Our audience is going to really uh, love this. I'm complimenting you. No, 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 no. I just mean like they were they. Whatever. Keep going. Tell me about. I would who like likes them. to know if roll like I, I, I hate to keep putting on Rolling Stone, but they're mm-hmm. really the only people that True. review other than her. Yes, Weekend. and also there is a there is a direct link between the Hall and Rolling Stone. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I, when I kind of say critical acclaim, so I would like to see Joe like if 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 if, uh, if I had given one more uh, iota of interest in this than I gave it uh, to go through and uh, what reviews their albums got through the years. Mm-hmm. Um, were they were they you know have they was, been included in mind? those list those lists? Yeah. Joe likes to quote when they've been included in like Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all times or 1,000 songs mm-hmm. you must listen to before you die. Which are good. Are just That's just an excuse for morning radio to have conversation. Yeah. For like, sure. You know, who but it's the closest thing we can get to some sort of objective. But there's always somebody like at number, number 15 that you're going to go, no, no. That shouldn't even make the top 500 and you're putting mm-hmm. it at 15? Right. Well, yes. what if 15, by the way, is Purple Rain and I just picked the wrong number? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number 50, yeah. I think the, uh, but the, it, if we try to come up with some sort of critical consensus, those lists are the closest thing we have to getting some sort of. But I get, but again, I think those lists are based in snobbery. I think it's based on mm-hmm. a bunch yes, of nerds exactly. that but which sit around. But that's what the Hall of Fame is, I don't too. disagree, it's but it's changing snobbery. a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's it is. my. So, okay, yeah. but the category critical acclaim, I think built in it is that snobbery. But there's yes. more categories. There are more it's categories. Just, this is just Jimmy. It's just one category. Okay. All right. I'll I'll allow you to continue. So I then. think I don't think they are reviled by critics. I also don't think that they are beloved by critics. I think when these uh, magazines or publications have to come up with a list of the greatest metal songs or metal albums or metal groups, Iron Man is always included. I think they're given their due in their genre. But in terms of just general critical acclaim, I don't think they're scoring a lot of points. Can I ask a question Please. that's on topic, get off topic? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Toto. Yeah. Who we've discussed yes. on this podcast. And what did you guys decide? No way. They're no. getting in. Not even nominated, right? We can agree no. on that? Of course I don't not. care how no. great Steve Lugner no. is on guitar. No. 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 We no. said, if anything, and this is with a huge grain of salt, if anything, those dudes had a lot of contributions as studio session musicians. musicians. Right, yeah. Thriller and all as that nonsense. session sure. guys, yeah. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. But... Did anybody like that character at all? <laughs> okay. okay. Character's sure. a strong word, by the way. <laughs> I thought I saw you. I didn't know where you went. I know, yeah, right? You disappeared. Like, you really go deep when I do a character. <laughs> That's beautiful. All right, next uh, category is classic albums. Are there any albums that Iron Maiden has that I would call... What's the one with the um, mommy on the cover? A power slave? No, I'm kidding. Don't they all have a mummy on the cover? Well, they all have a form Eddie. of Eddie. Yeah. Again, Eddie takes many <laughs> forms, takes many guys. Forms. <laughs> uh, yes. Power yeah. slave is when he's all... a mummy. He you is are... like a sphinx. He is like a sphinx, a sphinx. almost, right? Oh. Uh, but then, but then it, 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 he might be a scientist on one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So or I would a, say. I've heard he could also fly a plane. I've heard he, sometimes he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a pilot. <laughs> sometimes he's an astronaut. You know Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer, is sometimes an actual licensed pilot, Kristen. He is. The lead singer flies an Iron Maiden 757. 
Oh, mama, yes. Yeah, which I think wow. is... Uh, I, the thing that I like, well, this will be, I don't think this is a category, but the thing that I like the most about Iron Maiden is they fucking commit to a brand. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah. we're Iron Maiden, we have a mascot, he's our dude, yep. we fly, <laughs> I, I fly an Iron Maiden plane, I write songs about history, we're never going to change. You come to Iron Maiden, you get Iron Maiden. Through the years. Yeah. Consistency. Without a doubt. I'm there for it. Never sang a song. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't uh, dream of it. So classic albums. Do they have classic albums? And I would say, for sure, Number of the Beast is a classic album. I think that is their most classic. And then I would also... Oh, yeah. Number of the Beast. Yeah. I have heard of that. Right. Yes. That and that's is, a song, too, right? It is, there's a song on that mm-hmm. album. Yes. Song and album, Number We're... of the Beast. Can I ask a Please. question? Were they heavily involved in the like satanic panic of mm-hmm. the 80s? Well, they were accused of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, like, we're, for sure. Because you have a song called Number, Number of the, Beast. the Beast. That sounds yeah. like something that like your religious aunt yeah. is going to see. Yeah, can, the records were burned and, and thrown and there was, a, there was a hubbub. Can I tell a brief but embarrassing story mm-hmm. about the satanic panic years? In the – I was probably I, – I was – I had a cassette tape of poison flesh and blood paren sacrifice that i brought with me on a trip when I, I was young i was probably like seven or eight years old um that i brought with me on a trip to my religious aunt's house and she found it and freaked out she was like Kristen, honestly when you start talking about sacrifice then that's when you invite the devil into your heart like Whoa. blah 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 like this could really happen um, so I guess that was like hearing I, if I had had an Iron Maiden number of the beast thing. I don't know if I I'd still be in Canada right now. She would have mm-hmm. locked, <laughs> she you would have locked me in a closet. This is it. When you think back on that, like you say you were seven or eight, you, then your aunt probably was 45. Yeah, she was. And doesn't that seem like really like like in the world we're in today? Like yeah. nobody contemporary would talk that way. Like a forty-five-year-old, you wouldn't expect them to see a poison. They're gonna go, "You're going to the devil." Yeah. Whereas, like, it was such a different. I know, right? People, well, and also people really believed that like teenagers were worship in the eighties. People really thought that teenagers were worshiping the devil. Yeah. That was like a big thing that like people really thought that. Yes. That that like. Teenagers were like they were you going know, to the woods. They were going to the, the woods, making blood. pentagrams with their blood, and just like listening to rock music and which worshiping was, the devil which was uh spurring these satanic feelings from deep inside yes and what's hilarious is like freaking poison is the least oh, yeah. like the oh, lamest that's Just what i mean party band. that's yeah. why it's embarrassing because like they were not even and i was like oh no 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 this is just like fun rock music i was also really young so she was probably just like what are you doing but mm-hmm. like whatever Loose i will morals. tell you this as the only person in this room that was uh, that lived his uh, formative years in the eighties. Uh, it's true. That's what we were doing. We yeah. were going were to the woods. Were you going to the woods? Yeah. Did you sacrifice? Were you conjuring the beast? Were you trying? Yes, to Yes, we would bring a goat Satan? out there. We'd split it open. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we bathe inside. in its blood. <laughs> yeah, and then we listened to some uh, priest. Some priest, and uh, some you maiden. know, kick back with some uh, some brewskis, yeah. if you will. Why not? But when you have the blood to drink. Yeah, it's true. Do you even need the beer? Wow. You don't. Satan. Satan. All hail. <laughs> All hail my dude. My dude Satan, you hearing? You hearing this? All right. Uh, I think Number of the Beast is a classic album. Yes. I think Peace of Mind is also a a, uh, a great album. But Number that doesn't mean of it's the Beast. Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's okay, exactly it. You nailed it. Okay. And I also think maybe their debut is a classic album. What is Which it? Which has a different lead singer. Called, the different lead singer. It's just Iron called Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. 
I think those. Iron Maiden can't be bought. Iron Maiden can't be sought. Were th- is cool that the band. different? Oh my god! <laughs> a cool band. Yeah, uh, like, I love them. This band is just for people who have been alienated. I feel. Like. Interesting accusation. Yeah, boy, that's a that's a leap. I want to say leap and jump at the yeah. same time, but I almost said jeep. that's a lump. Uh, that's a jeep. It's a jeep lump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think those are the two that are definitively the classic. first. You're saying the first one, and then Number of the Beast. Oh, their, their latest band is phenomenal. Now, when I say classic, I know. Okay, then we're good. <laughs> I get it. But I, I think the few, I some, get of, it. some of the few that followed Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, and Power Slave are also, uh, especially to the metal community, extremely important. I think Peace of Mind is a better album than Number of the Beast. But okay, yeah, uh, I could be talked into. Uh, I could be convinced I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Number of the Beast just seems like it was their iconic. Yes, like it was. It's that's the one. Most well, got Run to the Hills on it. I mean, it's got all the yeah. Run to the Hills. That's the song that I know. That's the Iron Maiden song that I like. That's I the think one everybody that knows. That song rules. Yeah. Uh, it does rule. Talk to your aunt about it. Yeah, <laughs> Run to the Hills. That's I should just talk to my ex. That was the only song of uh, of Iron Maiden that I was like, this song rules. Keep it on the playlist. So let's talk like, about the next. It can be played in the home. The next category, which right. is iconic songs. Yes, I think Run to the Hills. Is their only iconic song. Here's and then then the other kind of subcategory is recognizable songs. Can we hear some of some? For sure, we we can throw on. uh, So this is from Number of the Beast. This is just so I know what I'm talking about. I mean, this is Run of the Hills. This is Run of the Hills. Yes. Which uh, get ready. Here comes some guitar. Jimmy is doing some impressive air Wow. White man came across the yeah. sea. Yeah. Also, this is about, it's got an important social message. Mm-hmm. About, yeah. And it's about the Native genocide. Americans. Genocide. Like, yeah. pretty, pretty intense. So let, uh, let me, let me just jump to the, when it starts to. Was this song ever on, like, Rock Band or whatever? It must have shown this up on Guitar Hero. This song would be so hard to play. Yeah. This song would be so hard to play. Mm-hmm. Not a fake instrument. I, mean, you have to, I know. Look at that. It seems like you're playing bass. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually doing. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing. Uh, you're doing the guitar hero. Guitar uh, hero. And then here we go. Run to the hills. Yeah. Oh, it definitely was because. This uh, seems like expert level guitar yeah, hero song. Expert level guitar hero. I feel like that's also how a lot of classic rock songs were introduced into my life. Was through Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero and Rock Band. Interesting. Now here's the... uh, and also you know classic rock radio and stuff. Well, but... here speaking of classic rock radio, which I think is for me maybe one of the reasons that's keeping them out. They don't get any play. There's no radio play None. in America. Zero. Yeah. Both when when these songs were coming out and now, I've maybe heard Run to the Hills on the radio a few times, but on like a specialty show. Yeah. Not regular playlist classic but rock. But couldn't one argue, though, in that in that sense, here's a band that never had radio play. Mm-hmm. Here's a band uh, that, uh, you know, Top 40 ignored, even rock radio ignored, and they're filling sheds. They're, you know, they're sheds? Huge you arenas. stadiums? Right. Yeah, to, me, to me, to guys, me, sheds thinks to like... To me, sheds are small. In the, in the backyard, like guys, if I, if I may, you, you have your little Second City humor. 
I was in the business, and when you say shed, that means humongous. Okay. Oh. They're filling. It's like the shed aquarium. Okay, shut up. It's a Chicago reference. Yeah, it's a John G. Shed Aquarium. It's got two Ds. If you can fill the double D, wow, you guys, without airplay, you've made it. But I think there is absolutely a great point to be made there. The fact that they did not get any love on the radio. Yeah. Yet their albums were going platinum in America. And they were filling. Well, we have a lot of alienated teens. They were filling. <laughs> we're not <sheds>. alienated, you <laughs> uh, But I think that's true. But it is unfortunate. I think it, it holds them back in this regard for the hall and for a lot of people because we don't know a lot of these songs because we didn't. They wouldn't hear them on the radio the way we heard. It's true. Fucking Steve Miller. They or got MTV whoever. play though. They did get a lot of it, but I think mm-hmm. mainly because of the visual. You know, like. Uh, you gotta get Eddie out they there. Also, and Eddie comes out there in a ball have, cap. They have a lot. <laughs> Swinging a bat. Oh my gosh! It's very wholesome. I think there is. By the way, there's a picture of you. I think if you put, oh, you made an Eddie but, Dodger uh, uniform. I, oh, I swear sure. to God, he oh, shows gosh. up. Well, and I heard he's a Lakers fan now too. Oh, he loves the ball. He loves the hoops. Uh, well, I also think too, Iron Maiden for me is something that I visually understand. Like I have seen more Iron Maiden patches on jackets Mm -hmm. and t-shirts and stuff that I am very familiar with their imagery, iconic imagery. The brand is strong. Uh, but that's what I mean. Like I, I could recognize, I know Eddie's Mm -hmm. name and could recognize an Eddie without being able to tell you the name of an Iron Maiden song. So I don't know what that counts for, but popularity, they did manage to break through into culture yes. in some way. I think it negates the radio uh, argument. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I may, I'll just go say it. I think it, I think it negates the I'm radio argument. It. Now, do you think they have any other recognizable songs beyond Run to the Hills? And that is only recognizable because of my dating history and video, and video game, game history. play. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really... I don't know that... I just don't know in terms of... What would Casual. you say, Jimmy? What song would you say That's rough. you're going to know this song? You're going to know Run to the Hills. You're going to know Number of the Beast. You're going to know... Number of the Beast. Do you want to take a yeah, listen I to hear Number, Number of the Beast, Beast. If you, if you oh, know Here's you, how I think Earth it goes. Number of the Beast. Yeah, that's it. Well, you nailed it. Uh, let's see if I let's see if I'm let's see how close I was. This is a slow start. Maybe I can I can jump in. Where I'll do the beginning for you. Oh, to you, oh, Earth and Sea, for the oh, devil no. sends Did the beast with wrath. Oh, no, they do a fucking Moody Because Blues he intro? knows the time the short. Let him who hath reckoned the number of the beast. Wow. It's got those queen vocals, though. I do like this opera metal. It's pretty cool. I don't it's, think this is a song that I'd maybe heard before a few days ago. Can you get is that to true? the... Oh, you want me to get jump? To cor- I'm saying get to the chorus, Joe. I think we're, we're almost there, right? Do we, <laughs> do we pass it? Or do, do they have to get to it? Night was back. There's no use holding back. When do they say number of the beast? It's my right here. It comes. I'm watching. Nope. Here it comes. Jimmy. Okay. Here it comes. Oh, here it comes. This for real. Oh, not some crazy dream. Okay, still haven't said it. Now, I don't know that song, wow. but it's possible that they I know about the number of the beast. Yes. I know about 666, and I'm willing to say they popularized that whole idea. I don't disagree with that. I'll also disagree that, with that. I think also that <laughs> I was, also say no. I also lived in Tennessee for two years when what? I from when I was six until I was eight. And during that time, a lot of these little religious tracks would get dropped off at our door or just like it, you would be sitting somewhere, and next thing you know, you're holding a little comic about – like 
if you're a child, sometimes you're just sitting there, and next thing you look down, you're holding a little religious tract. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. weird sometimes. And uh, one of the ones that I remember, because I flipped through it, was a cartoon about the number of the beast and about how it's hidden on people and 666, you got to watch out and all sorts of stuff. Wow. I mean, boy, people... I, there, I'm sure there are people out there who still really believe that kind of stuff. I'm sure, especially. I'm sure your aunt does. Yeah, yeah, she probably does. Here, right, I'm circling back to. Uh, I, by the way, I'm not being rude on my phone. I, I'm not answering emails. I'm looking up because uh, my mind's going uh, blank. Maybe Ace is high. Okay. Does that mean oh, sure. Do you want to take a now? D- no. Okay. So no, no. We're not. We won't Go to the Trooper. One. Okay. Oh, the sure. Trooper. That's another song that I've heard of. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the, in the this, world, the this is iconic. This is a very iconic opening to a metal song because it kicks ass, you know? It's right, like, yeah. It just, like, right away kicks ass. Yeah. This it, part, especially, is, like, like when you're first trying to, like, be a kick-ass oh, metal guitarist, you, you yeah. want to learn the this, this, to me, this when part. I was listening to it a few days ago, and this might not resonate with either of you, this sounds like, uh, and it's probably the other way around, it sounds like a Mega Man song. Yes. I know what you mean, yes. The video game Mega Man, yeah. who I'm guessing, I mean, certainly, were, were inspired by heavy metal, probably specifically Iron Maiden, because you hear some of that stuff, and you're like, oh, that's what they were doing. Christian. Yes. I mean, this this legitimately, the thing about it is it kicks ass, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, Iron yeah. Maiden, they're... They're dorky, but they kick ass. You know what I mean? I don't disagree they, with that. They, like, manage to be simultaneously very cool and very lame at the same time. Now, I'll tell you this. If you go see them in concert, uh, as I've said many, many times, I, I fear for my life. And I say that with no humor whatsoever. Okay. There is a weird aggro bro thing mm-hmm. uh, that goes on where, like, the mosh, there's a mosh pit during yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, yeah. which, or during Flight of Icarus, all of a sudden there's a mosh pit. People are punching each other in the face. And it's like there's this weird aggression that doesn't, it, it's very incongruous to this mm-hmm. music to me. Well, and own. because they're not shitheads. Do you know what I mean? They're not like, um, you know, secret white supremacist right. shitheads. Like they're trying to write music that's like intelligent and tells a story and all sorts of shit and also rips with this like guitar music shreds, you know what yeah, i mean yeah. shreds there we go that's the word and it, rips. it shreds and it rips you know yeah, the rip paper it, shred is it. The, the constitution <laughs> of the paper is compromised <laughs> but but they're not ripping and shredding the constitution well maybe i mean Somebody i don't know that's that. another mm-hmm. exactly that's a different kind of panic uh wrathchild is the that is their i would say in their top two Okay. Run to of the me, Hills and Wrathchild are to the me the trooper i was like i recognize this more than anything else Cool. Wrathchild was not even one that I had pulled up. Uh, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's give it a give it a listen. Well, it starts off with a bass group, which is a new thing for them. Well, that's Steve Harris. That's I just mean like normally it just immediately is like the guitars have like gone nuts. Here's Poliano. Yeah, no, I don't know what that is. That uh, is uh, off their first album, if I'm not mistaken. Off off, of, or is it off Killers? It's off Killers, yeah. It's off Killers. So it's at number two. Uh, but that's the one that I think people are uh, uh, would uh, gravitate to. Okay. I think the Trooper. I'm giving the Trooper. As a recognizable. I'm giving it some. So they've got I'm the gonna iconic. It, I'm going to give it to the Trooper. And then maybe a few, just in terms of the, the casual 
music listener who's maybe not an Iron Maiden fan, what do they know? Yeah. Not a ton, maybe the truth. I don't think it might. I, 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 you only know them because of your ex boyfriend. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. you w- didn't date that guy, you wouldn't know that at all. So I don't disagree with yeah. you that there's. Right. So that's I think that is the maybe the one thing keeping them out. Or if you but, want to make an, if I may, well, that's why we have also, different. Also, my ex used to make the com, used to make the <clears throat> argument too that like Iron Maiden shows were like really joyful. Like he like had the time of his life. I, at Maiden I don't shows. listen. I I have fun, but I, I don't go on the main floor. Yeah, he wouldn't go near the main floor. It's uh-huh. uh, how many? Uh, what's the male to female ratio at a Maiden <laughs> show? Oh, uh, let's call it nine hundred to six. <laughs> okay. Great. Uh, I saw them first in 1983. Opening band was Quiet Riot. Whoa. Quiet Riot was the peak of the powers. Come on. Feel the noise. Uh, (laughs) Here's my my question, though, about that. Yes. Um, One could say that Dire Straits doesn't have a lot of songs that you know. Yes, they do. I could name six Dire Straits. And not just because my mom was a fan, but like... That was one. You can name six. No, I, I, I agree name... with you that like the casual person cannot name more right. than four, and three. four is a stretch. Three. I think everyone could name three. Yeah. Sultans of Swing, Romeo and Juliet, and I want. Oh, my... Romeo and Juliet out of, out of the gate. I no. feel like Romeo and Juliet was featured on a lot of movie soundtracks. Maybe that. Okay. I think people know the Inigo you. Girls version more than they know his ver- their version. Sure. I say his because I really just think Mark fan. You pulling a Kristen? I think they know the Indigo Girls version, and of course, Letters to Queen. I think without a doubt it's Sultans of Swing. And yes. money, for nothing, money for nothing and walk of, walk life. of life. Walk of life. Outside then, of that, and then would you go so skate far away? away? And then skate away and Romeo and Juliet. I'd say so far away is the. You know what I the think one's skate away is a great five? song. Also. Tell us, Romeo and Juliet. I love Romeo and Juliet. I love it too, but I'm telling you, dude, so okay. much so that I'm using the word dude here. Okay, mm-hmm. listen up, Wraith Child or whatever. Wraith Child. <laughs> I'm a Wraith Child. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's true. I, I, I'm with you there uh, with Dare Street. Although that said, that's more. Than Iron Maiden. Yes. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. Okay. Next category: commercial success. All right. Here we go. Oh. This is. Uh, Are they? Have they sold a fuck ton of albums? They've, so, they've sold so many albums, uh, and still do. So, and obviously in the UK, they're selling a lot. And but... also in those Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, but... I tell you one thing: they love metal. I'm they, looking at yeah. It's a dark. It's still 1988. Over well, there. yeah, like, well, they, they just they another. have twenty two hours of darkness for many months, <laughs> so they like really yeah. like they embrace it. They embrace it. Yeah. So the first album, platinum in the UK. Second album, uh, gold in the UK, gold in the US. And then we get to the number of the beast, platinum. Uh, then we get the peace of mind, platinum. Power slave, platinum. Somewhere in time, platinum. So I'm, t- I'm just talking and in America. And they did it all without radio play. Without radio play. Yes, exactly, which makes it that much more impressive. And then Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Gold. No Prayer for the Dying. Gold. So and, now we're getting into and, the and, 90s. Well, that's And then, so remember, we're getting into the 90s where metal's kind of dying, mm-hmm. right? So, yes. uh, so to even go gold is pretty good. Yes, I agree. Also, those albums are just okay. Okay. And then, you know, we have kind of, uh, then, you know, at that point, Dickens and Leaves. Yeah, and they, they had their moment. Uh, but they do come... When they come back in 2000, impressively enough, in the year 2000, they're gold in the UK. And then every album after that... Did they have a new... That, they had new albums in the 2000s? That's when they kind of... They, they re... with The Wicker Man was their big uh, comeback hit, quote-unquote. And they, they kind of the brought the band to back. The Wicker Man. Nope. They just did a song about, the, about it. Uh, but the the kind of a classic lineup bees, was reunited uh, okay. and... And yeah. they didn't kick anybody out, so they had three guitarists. Great. 
Uh, they have a three guitar attack, Kristen. Wow. Oh, boy. And that Wait, was on posters. Did, I'm ready to say three it's an assault. Guitar That's attack? what it was. It wasn't an attack. It was assault. A three guitar three assault. Three guitar assault. Mm-hmm. What happens during that? Well, that's three guys soloing, man. Whoa. The best the best musical thing you could think of. Three guys soloing. <laughs> three guys shredding. Three or guys ripping. shredding, ripping, shredding on guitars. Tearing. So they score huge points in the commercial success yeah. category, yeah. especially given their, their lack of radio play. Uh, longevity. Uh, you know, the first album is 1980, and they're going strong until about 90. And then they have a break. And then, like I said before, they kind of come back. Uh, and then they've had a resurgence and a very successful uh, touring career, even up yeah, till now. Yeah, they are—they're selling out sheds. They're selling out sheds, as we know. Uh, are you guys able to hear this properly? And I hope you understand it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no. Now you've taught us a term. We're going to use it. Well, We're I not afraid to take and, it. Well, I know. Into... I know. Nomcom <laughs> very comfortable here, to you FYN, too. FYEs, no big deal. Yeah. Sheds. We're going to say here. shed a lot, and I'm we are going to run it into the ground. Up. Uh, but I would say the kind of the peak years of Iron Maiden, about a 10-year stretch, 80 to 90, is kind of the the classic era of them at the height of their powers. But then Dickinson went solo. They had a different lead singer again mm-hmm. for only two albums. And his name was like Blaze Blaley or something? It's Blaze, yeah, Blaze Bailey, I think, oh, right? Oh, really? boy. I truly thought I was making oh, that no, up. I haven't read it once in passing. And those albums Blaze are good, not Bailey. great. When did, when did he do this, just so I can tell how ju- how much I should judge the name Blaze Bailey? Oh, you should, uh, doesn't what, matter what, what year. What year was it? Well, no, because if it was like the late 80s, that's like Let kind of a cool yeah, name. Of, that's on. like the name that you give to someone cool on a show in the 80s. They're like, oh my God, well, have you seen Blaze Bailey? The new kid, Blaze Bailey. think about? It, you know, like that. If it's '88, then you're chill. To I'm gonna be guess Blaze Bailey. '94 no. and '97 for yeah. those albums. No, uh, then, then you should not be 96? named Blaze Bailey. That's very good. Yeah, so he joined Iron Maiden in '94, and then he was there until '99. Uh huh. I okay. thank you, Blaze Bailey. And of course, as we all know, from '84 to '94, Blaze Bailey was with Wolfsbane. Yeah. All right, let's go to so yeah, ten years, pretty good run. Uh, and and they've able, they're still a in demand. They uh, sell out at wherever they go, and their last album, I think, probably went platinum or uh, gold. At yeah, least gold. at least in the UK, uh, without a doubt. And as we know, Norway's into it, yeah. <laughs> Germany's into it, uh, Finland's into it, uh, yeah. gold in all those countries. D- big time. Now, did it not go gold here in the States? Uh, I, I do not know. That's surpri- that would be surprising to me. Uh, all right. All right, then the because, next... And I'll tell you why. I bought 499000 <laughs> <laughs> I would assume they would have sold yeah. one more. Yeah. Well, we tried. Uh, so yeah, I think longevity a good uh, amount of time. Yeah, and the fact that they're still around, still mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily as relevant as they once were, but yeah. still around. And then influence innovation, obviously. I don't think there's any metal band that came after them that does not cite. They all do Iron Maiden yeah. as a major influence. They were they're so like important. They're like the quintessential that. when you think metal. They're like one of the like the sound that you're thinking of is Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, and then the last category. Uh, does my mom know who they are? And she might not be able to recognize a song, but she'd recognize an Eddie. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about Eddie either. But she's <laughs> definitely heard of the name. Am I allowed maybe. to ask how old your mother is? Uh, my mom's sixty-seven, and my mom is fifty-seven. Whoa! <laughs> um, and my mother has heard of Iron Maiden, and she one hundred percent could not name a song though. Right. But still, I think that so that ca- the reason we have that category, and I, my dad is as well has probably heard of, uh, definitely heard of, heard of Iron Maiden, knows I, about my, them. There's no way my dad has, and my dad was in bands when in his twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. And you are a big fan of this. Yeah, group. they're my second favorite band. 
What's your first favorite band? Chicago. Chicago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, Kristen, keep that in mind. My first favorite is Chicago, and my second is Iron Maiden. Jimmy contains, contains multitudes. multitudes. Yeah. Congratulations. You are Interesting. Interesting. And I put that in quotes. <laughs> Capital I. Interesting. I'm still flabbergasted that your mother is only 57 years yeah, old. Yeah, she just had me child. when she was young, though. My mom had me when she was young. She was 20 years old when she had me, so I'm not a child. Oh. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So you I, do the arithmetic. Yeah. Uh, let's. Okay, so those are the categories. Uh, my mom was 20 when she had me, by the way. Yeah. My grandma was 20 when she had my mother, too, so we were all 20 years apart for a while. Fun. It doesn't sound like I mean, you think we're it's all fun. still twenty years apart. Cool nope, facts about me. Oh, well, oh, we're recording. Okay, Joe so wants to get to the to the, <laughs> the verdict. The so verdict. we're going to go around the horn. Say, should they get inducted? Will they get inducted? And if they're getting inducted, when are they getting inducted? Uh, so, Kristen, why don't you start us off? Okay, can I ask you some questions? Without a doubt. Who? Uh, so Metallica's in the hall. They are. Who are any other medley type bands in the hall? No, you'd have to stretch Sabbath. the definition. Sabbath, Sabbath, Zeppelin, Deep Purple. But Somebody tried to argue yesterday the Who is heavy metal. Fuck fl- off. Right? That's a no hard way. pass. No. You're a no. dick. Influential to those groups, perhaps. Yeah. But, but no. not metal. Like, yeah. You so could, they if, play guitar fast sometimes, but that is not metal. I don't consider that no. metal. You really have to stretch it. Like, if you're... I don't, I don't even think I consider Guns N' Roses metal. No. They're like rock. They're hard rock. They're, they're pretty straightforward rock. I think because when I... I, don't, I think it borders metal. Yeah, it borders. It borders, but to me, like, Paradise City is not a metal song. Take me down. But I mean, like, it does... It, like, it kicks at the end, but it's not like a... It doesn't have that... What we, they do The Iron have Maiden sound, songs. which is what I kind of equate with sounding Guns metal. Guns N' Roses does at points have metal songs, though. Like on some of their albums, like other songs on their albums are They're more metal, closer to metal, more metallic, other, if you All will. Right. Uh, uh, but Judas Priest I, has I made the ballot, and they are definitely a metal band. I think they'll be in next and, year. And Judas, Judas Priest, Priest is not in yet, though. They made the ballot they'll for the first time last year. Okay, but I think Judas Priest will probably get in. Now, do okay. So this is this will inform my decision mm-hmm. on whether I think that Iron Maiden. What's the verdict? Do I think that, I mean, this is the thing. What, this brings up the question of, like, do we want the hall to get more genre-y? And I do. I I'm do here for it. I want them to have more metal bands. I want them to have a lot more new wave bands. And I want them to have, I want them to have a lot more soul and mm-hmm. hip-hop artists. Like, I really want that. And Bring they, in, yeah. put all the divas in, too. I want the fucking divas in. But what do I think the likelihood is? Um, so do I think... Uh, Iron Maiden should get in the hall. You know what? Yeah. I think they should. Do I think they will? Boy. Yeah, I mean, I think eventually we'll get into a place where more medley genre people are getting in, and I think once you start getting the medley genre people in, then the obvious choice is going to be your Iron Maiden, mm-hmm. if you will. It's just a question of getting enough people in like the voting body to, to make it happen. When do I think that will happen? Yeah. When do you think the this third is going to happen? Yeah. I think it will happen. I think we're looking at within ten years. Okay, sounds good, Jimmy. Jimmy, what, what's the, well, welcome back. Jimmy. What's on the table? Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. So, what, what are my what are your th- my three? Should they? Will they? And when? Should y- they? Yes. When? I'm going to say strong. Maybe. I, I really strong. Maybe for I'm the guy that I yeah. think they should be, but I don't. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. But if they do, it'll be 2020 for this reason. 2019. The world will be over. <laughs> first of all, we're, well, at least our country will be. Yeah. Uh, 20, oh, I'm sorry. Our country is the world, FYI. 
No, I'm sorry. Go on, go on. Kristen, I know. I'm Trust me, I don't very, want to talk about it at all. I swear point. to you. Please tell me why 2020. Um, first of all, because it's fun to say. Great. Oh, Second sure. of all, uh, Judas Priest gets in in 2019. And I think that, uh, what, what, uh, what's your great word that you guys have been using? Tributary? Tributary. I think that they get in, and then that opens up the door for them to go, well, Iron Maiden needs to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get in. So okay. I, I'm going to say 2020. Like, in two this years. is like once Chaka Khan gets in, Whitney gets in, Janet gets in, then the tributary was open. Boy, Interesting. Boy, I say I think Janet gets in before Chaka Khan. I, I so would too. love for Janet to get in. I Just come Y'all, on. Uh, okay. I saw and love Shaka Khan, by the way, in case that yeah. uh, is interesting to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, so there's more questions now. Hold on. I, oh, I didn't. Joe has to say oh, we'd, re- we'd rather he, Joe keep us usually, guessing, Joe. Well, Joe used to go first, and then I would be like, you know what? It would inform everybody's opinion ah, too much. Right. Yeah. I'd come in with too much uh, insider knowledge. Yeah. I think they should. I think they will. I think I agree with you that Judas Priest is probably going to come first. And then I think the... The people who are going to bat for Judas Priest probably go to Iron Maiden next. Mm-hmm. I think we might get Def Leppard in there. The uh, uh, but that's not metal. I know, but I think they they kind of occupy the same. That's Bon Jovi. To me, that's Bon Jovi. That's they Which, occupy Bon Jovi space. I think Def Leppard's coming up soon, if not next year. I 100 percent agree with you. Uh, and I think. Do I think they deserve it? I don't. Oh, okay. Oh, well, my parents will be psyched. They Judas like Def Leppard. Priest is then also going to come first. And then I think we're going to have to see Iron Maiden. I think Tom Morello, who's on the nominating that's committee, what I mean. is see, going that's to go to what, bat for I them. I think it's going to be Morello that's going to get all this like metal stuff I just stuff don't know going. what his priorities are. Again, I don't know. Maybe Thin Lizzy will come in before them, too. Maybe he will go to bat for them first. I don't know. Uh, but I think they're around the corner. I'm going to say within five to seven years, uh, Iron Maiden is in. Do we put money on this? How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't listen to the previous episodes. Do we now? Oh, yeah. You entered, yeah. You entered an agreement by coming yeah, in here. Yeah, this is it. Now so I'm how so much sorry. do I need to put in? Yeah. I'm so sorry. 10000 10, uh, Actually, you know what? Let's put $666. There oh. we go. Why don't we do that? That number. That was, uh, you guys supposed uh, to high five, though? No, it was just like it a virtual high. I was like, it was too close. All right. Don't so worry about it. they get in. Who inducts them? Who gives the speech to induct Iron Maiden? I think Morello. You think Morello? I can see... It's someone who I think would love to do it and would show up. Scott Ian. He seems to be... He seems to be another one of those guys, right? Who's always around, always available, and is passionate and is enthusiastic. Um, I don't know who that is. He's an- he's the Anthrax uh, g- oh. guitar player with the goatee. Yes, with the goatee. I who's know, on VH1 all the time. He's who you think of when you think of Anthrax. As yeah. Anthrax is not in. No, oh my God. Before <laughs> Iron Maiden. I would be wild. That's why yeah, I'd say for it. Sure. But I think, yeah, he just seems like a, he's such a fan uh, oh yeah, he'd do it. Do what does does so Lars cares? Does James Hetfield care? Is he around? They seem like contemporaries of uh, Iron Maiden, but I bet they have a respect. But I don't know how enthusiastic. I don't know. You maybe Jimmy, you can speak to this more than I can. I'm not. I don't know much about Metallica. I don't really know what their relationship is. I know Lars has been quoted as saying like something that felt like that has been quoted as. Uh, oh, they were influenced by Iron Maiden, but it always felt backhanded to me. It always felt like, you know, we always saw what they did, and we respected right. the hell out of them. And it's like, uh, all right. What yeah, about Slash? Yeah. Maybe Slash? Yeah. Oh. He puts the top hat on, right? Yeah. Puts yeah. the wig puts and top hat on. Yeah, gets in his disguise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have anybody as Slash do it. Really? That's a good point. I think it's a Saddam Hussein situation. We've got <laughs> exactly. a lot of slashes. A lot of slashes. We don't know what the real one is. Uh yeah, because I guess it's what's tricky is you want to think of someone metal, but then you want also what the hall would try to do is get someone who is 
uh, current and fun. Will it be is the kid from any... Greta Van Fleet? Oh boy. They came up last episode, and can I just say... Wait, who is this? There's a, there's a band called Greta Van Fleet, and they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin, and I think it's a problem. Oh. I don't think they're influenced by Led Zeppelin. I think they are just doing Led Zeppelin. I don't think they could be influenced by them because they're children. <laughs> and, uh, but that, I tell you what, man, they're, you watch them play, like, live I videos, they're mesmerizing. I they are. Okay, well, that's something I... Yeah, like, like, I understood, like... As a kid, I didn't understand why girls loved Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm a man and I understand, I could be strong <laughs> with my uh, sexual opinions and things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see girls wanting to bang this guy to hell. Okay, like now he, I really want to look him up. Uh, he <laughs> has it, man. You don't like him. I just think. <laughs> well, I think he's not in his masculinity yet. He's from. They're from Michigan. I want to say what that they singer Greta Von Fleet. Van yeah. Fleet. That Van singer Fleet. sounds exactly like Robert Plant yeah. and does vocal – inf- he does things vocally that I just think are ripping off what Robert Plant I did. don't disagree with and anything. And I think the guitar player sounds exactly like Jimmy, Jimmy Page, Page and does a lot of riffs and things with his guitar that I just think – there have been so many groups that have been influenced by – uh, Led Zeppelin. Not just stills. You have to watch video. Okay, yeah, I do Cause, cause, because he looks like a. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You ha- you have to see video because he he okay. writhes around he in looks, a vest. All right, because he looks like a tiny man in a in a. He is wearing like he's doing some cultural appropriation. He's, he's like got feathers in his hair. Yeah, he's wearing a leather um, vest, no shirt with beads hanging yeah. off it. I, I don't disagree. And There's as a lot of red flags. Who is legitimately 12 percent Cherokee? I find this offensive. Oh wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't want to dwell on them too much. I just think... So you don't think they should get in? And he's so tiny. Shut up about tiny. He's so small. Stop with the tiny. Who do you he's think you're talking man. to? You look in front of the you. The two of us, you a-hole. I, you, you look know? so big sitting down, Joe. Oh, oh I'm glad that she just put you in that. Because <laughs> right. I think I'm shorter than you, who do, Joe. Who do you, who do you think inducts Iron Maiden? Oh, yeah. Everybody looks the same sitting down, guys. That's something you don't know. It's a real level playing field. It's a level... <laughs> who do you think inducts Iron Maiden? Anybody? Does anyone care? Does anyone really know what time it is? Uh, I, I, I think Let's by play the, that song as we go as our outro. I think we'll have to figure that out when they. Is it, I don't think we can make that decision now. I think that some band is going to become popular. What if uh, they're getting inducted right now? Oh boy! Who do you choose, Jimmy? Do you want to do it? Would you want to do it? No, I'm not. Is kidding. there a rock journalist that loves them that that goes to bat for them the all the time? They don't really have journalists uh, induct people. Almost ever. It's always always Except somebody for like, you know. Well, I guess Howard Stern couldn't be considered a journalist. But. No, he's a media personality. I've heard he's the king of I was gonna, uh, I understand he's royalty in some way. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. You know, there was a weird petition going around that I should have been the guy that uh, inducted Chicago. Uh, oh. Which, by the way. That is weird. Would have been insane. <laughs> like, like, that would have been the dumbest thing in the world. Uh, that said, probably a better choice than Rob Thomas. <laughs> than Rob Thomas. Who well okay then I can't Tom, answer this I'm Tom so Tom Morello yeah Morello's or, not a bad Ian but Scott Morello Ian. did kiss Scott Ian yeah he can do more than one I know John Mayer did yeah yeah just that, so did Jim, um <laughs> like why well, couldn't think of Eddie Eddie Better's name for yeah a Eddie Better inducts a lot of people giving me a hard time uh, yeah they, I mean they, you, that doesn't preclude doesn't uh, exclude yeah. you from yeah. Uh, from doing it i like those i like those ideas sure okay and now uh who in the band this is more question for you jimmy who in the band gets inducted because not every member always gets inducted not all members uh so obviously there's like kind of the core there's bruce dickinson i think in in this case everybody gets in with the i don't think i don't think paul diano gets invited i think he does 
I think I think obviously I, I think the hall doesn't allow. I think it's one of those kiss things mm-hmm. where the band's going to want them, and yeah. the hall's like, no, no, we're inducting this lineup. Yeah, they could do that. Okay, so let me ask you that's this. That's my then. concern. Now, do I think Paul Diano should be there? Of course I, I do. Think, especially because I think that first album's classic, and I think that yeah. second album is also very popular. But the iconic Iron Maiden is mm-hmm. the lineup from Number of the Beast. But it's just, it's, this is an Here's issue because it's inconsistent. the hall, and I'm sure you know this. Yes, it's but sickening. It, so, it doesn't matter. They can induct them all. They can induct every single person who played an egg shaker on any fucking album. And you know what? They should. It doesn't matter. We will. Oh, we don't have time for me to really. Uh, it diminishes the honor if you induct everyone yeah. who's ever in the band. Yep. Okay. So Wait, what? Whoa! What? The? I know you said we don't have time. We really don't. <laughs> we do. I mean, I guess my thing is if like if you're heralding somebody's career, mm-hmm. your your career is worthy of being in this made up little museum we've mm-hmm. done. Then why should anybody be left out if they were an official member of the band? I don't think you put Blaze Bailey in. Do you see what I mean? I am not going to argue that. See? All right, You're not my going to argument. Nobody's going to bat for Blaze. The floor is bad. I don't think you give it to Blaze Bailey. I don't think you give it to Dennis Stratton, who played guitar on played the first the album. <laughs> played we the Fender Stratton caster. I don't think you. I don't think you put Dennis on there. He played for one album. I agree and it was with the that. first album. I'll agree with that. Uh, I think you put in. I guess because here's it's like almost like the Fleetwood Mac uh, argument. They had a whole career as like British blues musicians right. before Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, Peter Green, and uh, a guy who just passed, uh, Dennis Kerwan, I believe his name is Danny Kerwan. Uh, they got in because it, it was in that those they were founding members. Yes. They were on those first few albums, and those albums are, uh, while not as classic as Rumors, still important. I think that's kind of true for the first two Iron Maiden albums, which is why you put Paul in, in addition to Bruce. I think you also obviously you put Dave Murray in. He's been on every recording. Uh, you put in Adrian Smith again on most, even though he was gone in the nineties, you put him on. I think you also put, uh, Janet Gers in, even though he joined in like 89. He's part that of is that a three woman, guitar that assault. A, that is He's a, part of the assault. That is a woman. That is a man. Oh Janet? my God. Janik. Oh. Or I maybe Yannick. I don't Yannick. know. He's, he's probably, Yannick. yeah. Yannick, Yannick Gers. Uh, he plays guitar for the three guitar assault. Um, I think you put him in just because he, even though he joined late. In their kind of peak years. I was like so years. psyched. I was like, there's a woman in Iron Maiden. That would Maiden. be out of control. You God. would know that. <laughs> that would, would be stuff. That would be information you already have. Uh, he's He's been with them since. So I think you put Yannick in. But one, all right, But see, this is where the Hall blows wad. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not suggesting that they would uh, include him. Jason Sheff replaced Peter Cetera mm-hmm. in 1986. Yes. And he was with them until the day that they were in the Hall, mm-hmm. which is... When he quit. 30 years later. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Without and they went, nope. yes. Right, and if you, because you were there, and they even, they quoted someone from Chicago in that video package to kind of uh, justify that, which was that someone said when Terry Kaff died, it was no longer Chicago, or that was a different band. And they, I feel like they kind of that used that. they just that. never changed their name and kept putting kept out albums under the same thing, and <laughs> yeah. that's some rude bullshit, and mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, honestly, I mean, and I don't care. Put Blaze Bailey in too. Oh my god, <laughs> you're wrong. You're I think wrong. Blaze Bailey should be inducted with Chicago. Yeah, you know what? Let's put Blaze Bailey in this category of his own. Right. Best no, yes, name. That's, that's, Jimmy makes a very good point, which is that you know when they inducted Chicago, they did not really acknowledge the ballad years, so to speak. Uh, that's rude. Steve, I don't like it. That's Steve why Harris, I'm saying err on the side of too many rather than too few. Probably. 
I think Steve Harris, obviously, oh, it's he's his, it's his founding band. member. Founding member, it's his band. Never left. Uh, I think you put Clive Burr in too. He was the drummer on the first three. And then Nico. And then you put in Nico. Yeah, and I think that's who you. Nico, put in. Nico McBrain. Okay. His name is McBrain in no, Iron it's Maiden. Not. That's great. Okay. He's cool. Is he part of the three guitar assault? No, he's a drummer. Iron Maiden All has right. th- and a great golfer. Nah. People always want to point that out. Mm, let's let's not. Alice Cooper also is a great go. Shut up. Who cares? Yeah, people have hobbies. I had a discussion about golf this morning. With Alice Cooper? Nope. I don't care then. Great. Okay, so <laughs> they, they have... I'd like to hear about it off the air. <laughs> yeah. They If anybody wants to know about it, you can just email us and I will give you my thoughts about how uh, golf it takes up a lot of um, space and resources and, and water, it's only yeah. for re- uh, rich people. The barrier of entry is too high to get into it and not enough people get to enjoy it for the amount of space and resources it takes up. There you have it. Great. Are you George Carlin? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden gets inducted. They get kind to of play. Angry golf. It's wonderful. It's a nice relaxing four and a oh, half hours. Wow. Iron Maiden gets to play three songs. At the induction. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're not done. I'm sorry. I <laughs> no, I no so we're sorry. not. We are not. No. This is a very long episode. I know. Shut up. Uh, okay, so <laughs> Iron Maiden has three songs they get to play at the induction. What do they play? They I think play Run, Run to, to the, the Hills, Hills, The Trooper, Number of the Beast. That's a pretty. Those good would set. be the three. That's probably the one it I would pick too. Yeah. Uh, but unless are they, they want to play, do something are they going to play Wrathchild too? And then are they going to play their brand new tune off Bon Jovi's new album? Well, yeah. Well, they play the new Bon Jovi song, Iron Maiden. Oh, I'd like to hear their version. Yeah, that'd probably be great. They wouldn't turn it down. It might be listenable. They don't play Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Bring uh, Her Down. Or Charlotte the Harlot. That's a, lot a good of, song. A lot of, wow, rhyme, a lot of, lot of rhyming. rhyming. A lot of internal rhyme. Charlotte yeah, the Harlot. A lot of rhyming about, about women, too. Charlotte the, Charlotte the Harlot, Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. Well, I hope uh, Iron Maiden gets in soon, and you'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll see you there, Jimmy. <laughs> oh my gosh. I will go. Oh, uh, boy. I guess, I, I mean... I'll probably go too. I was going to invite you to go see Greta Van Fleet with me. This is my life like now. No, I want to go. I want to see oh, this man in action. I want to wow. see him in action. I'm, I'm willing go. to be swayed by a live performance, but Jesus Christ, do I feel like they are the most uh, derivative? Derivative from a band that was already copping a lot of yeah. stuff. Ooh. Uh, They're at the Fonda in a couple weeks. Hmm. Tickets are uh, very, very reasonable. Okay, they are right. not. Oh. Uh, well, I I heard that Jimmy's got a press pass, so oh I'm no, I don't. Him. I had a press pass a total of one time <laughs> in the past <laughs> twenty was, years. All right, all well, right, it was a big uh, deal then. Well, that that about does it, Jimmy. Do you have anything yeah. you want to plug? Oh, yeah, Where can we find you on social media? That, that, that. Oh, JimmyPardo.com is fine. At JimmyPardo mm-hmm. on Twitter, and of course, my award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. One of the one of the great podcasts of all time. I'll say it's definitely in the Hall of Fame of podcasts. It is first first year. Yeah, it it would be. Um, it's I, in the IHOP. <laughs> National Hall of Podcasts. Oh, wow. I crushed it. I really, I, wait a minute. Is that why they changed their name? Is that why I have changed their name? <laughs> yeah, they were getting confused too much they with the International with the Hall of Podcasts. Sure. Um, uh, I am at KStud across all platforms. You can find me there. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Uh, Joe K. Joe K. Joe K. Uh, cool. Great. Thank you so much, uh, Jimmy. For, Thank you for, for having me. Oh, yeah. oh great... and our fans, please reach out to us on um you can email you can us, email us. rockhallpod at gmail.com. We like your emails. We've, We've gotten got some, very some really good and... emails that have been cool and nice and good to read. Yeah, very nice. They, anyone who's emailed us, we've been very happy. Also, uh, please to rate us on iTunes, five stars only. Review. Also, we are now on Stitcher. We are in Stitcher. Okay. Which is where I listen to podcasts. So. Sure. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thank you so much for Ted, to Ted Tramper for giving us the studio space and the equipment. Come home, Ted. Uh, hashtag uh, come home, Ted. Liz Fole for being our technical advisor. And uh, for Natalie for letting us into the house. Uh, 
I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stoddard. And who cares? About the rock call. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.